Sport Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips file. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. I know. Really now, who among us hasn't not used accidentally on purpose what wasn't not surely unlikely to be perhaps certainly correctly misconstrued language? Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips file. This one for Wednesday. It's Wednesday, July 18th, year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon to throw out there. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out that website. Send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. We'll look at it. We'll read it. We'll review it. Then we will decide whether we would like to use that on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news yes, in a minute. Yes, sir. We'll work off that. Jack is with us. I- Pinkman is here as well later in the program. Wednesday uh, starts to get busy around here. Uh, at about 4 o'clock, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. We have the regular round of closest to the pin because it's Wednesday at about 5.40. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell, who writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor comes in at 6 for casting call. Then we have the five-minute professor. And then uh, if we have room, some drive-home music. Usually we don't on Wednesday, but we might. And then PPT, person, place, or thing, to wrap things up at the end of the program. Yeah, a lot of talk about double negatives because of the president's remarks in Helsinki. So, uh, mm-hmm. That wasn't a good enough excuse for you? What? That he changed wood to wooden? It's the best. It's the most beautiful. He he has the best words. Oh, yeah. A double negative is a syntactic construction in which two negative words are used in the same clause to express a single negation. <sighs> what? Yeah. Uh, like the only thing we don't have to fear isn't fear itself. What? <laughs> That's very. Or as confusing. Richard Nixon once said, "I am not not a crook." Nope. Uh, so anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so there's. Yeah, he's our guy, though. He's our guy. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Double negatives. We can talk about that as the, uh, well, at least we can uh, declare Kofefi dead. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Elon Musk has issued an apology. Of course he issued an apology because his attorney said you're going to get sued for slander, dumbass. Mm -hmm. You know, you think, you know, this is what happens with a lot of tech people. They think they're the smartest guy around. You know, certainly tech guys who have a lot of money. 
And all of a sudden they think, you know, they live in a bubble and they think they can get away with anything. Of course, it's Elon Musk who can send a rocket into space and bring it back to land on its ass, on its mm-hmm. rear end. Right. But he can't produce a car. I could go to Mexico and produce a car faster than him. Oh. So, uh, you know, investors, uh, at least according to news reports, are fleeing. He's having a hard time uh, getting the, that new Tesla off the ground and out of the, uh, out of the, off the assembly line. And there's some word I read earlier today that some of the people who may have put down deposits on the Tesla might be losing out on their deposits. So, you know, it's hell in a hand. So anyway, Elon Musk, you know, he, uh, he labeled uh, one of the cave divers who rescued these kids in that ca- from that cave in Thailand a, a predo or a pred, ref- you know, essentially saying he's a child predator. And uh, and then he, I, I think he defended himself for a while, and then you know you know what happened. His legal comes along and say, "Dude, what are you doing? They're gonna you know, he's gonna sue you for millions of dollars. You don't have millions of dollars anyway to waste. Mm-hmm. You know you're hemorrhaging money when it comes to that Tesla car. You're way behind the financial eight ball on that one, bub. So uh, can you really afford to uh, to lose any more money? Plus, stockholders don't like that kind of stuff either. You get a bad uh, you know PR wise, marketing wise, you start getting a bad rap." Like, all of a sudden, investors investors start to say, "What is it with this guy anyway? Don't I really want to be associated with this with this dumbass? Mm-hmm. He's a smart guy, you know. This is the this is what happens, you know. He got his panties in a twist because he thought he could get his tech engineers together and produce a a a, a phallic shaped uh, uh, escape capsule to get those kids out of that cave in Thailand until anybody who with a brain inside their head looked at it and said, you're not going to get that thing through there. It's not even flexible. You're going to, they're going to draw that. They're going to put a shove a kid in there. Pretty, pretty, you know, they probably have to cover him with butter or margarine, you know, to push him in there. Yeah. And then they close it up and then you're going to clink. It's going to clink and it's going to get stuck. It's It's not a straight shot, Elon. It's not a, you know, it's not a straight, you're going to go up and down and in and out a little, this that thing wasn't, and they were, you know, I think they were nice about it. I think said, eh, not at this time. We're going to use protocol, you know, and experience and uh, these things that we know about to do the best we can to get those kids out. And, you know, well, thanks a lot, but I think we'll pass on the capsule when they probably behind closed doors. Are, oh, uh, really? what is the, you know, what? are you kidding me? Jeez, you got a better chance of putting a kid inside a plastic dildo and pulling them through there than we do this uh, do this thing. Talk about Russians. They're all over the place now. I don't know what the hell's going on. Now we got this uh, this Russian in, uh, that they've arrested in, uh, in Washington. Her name is Maria Puccinia. I believe it's pronounced Puccinia, but I'll pronounce it Puccinia even if it's something else. And... Uh, I'm telling you, it's written all, all I have to do is take a look at her. You know, her name's not Maria. Her name is Natasha. You can see it. You know, she might as well. You can look at her and, Uh you know, they're all over the place now. You know, I don't know what it is with these Russians. For all I know, we probably got them here at the station. They're all over the place. I think they've infiltrated society. This uh, Maria Natasha Buchina, who's been arrested on, uh, indicted on charges of conspiracy and acting as a foreign agent. She did not register with the Justice Department as a foreign agent. She's a spy. Let's not beat around the bush. She's a spy. She came over here. She tried to infiltrate or she, I don't want to use the word infiltrate, but she got very close to people in the National Rifle Association and other politicos. And the latest word was that she was exchanging uh, sexual favors for influence. Hi-oh. All right. Mm -mm. Russian national and gun rights advocate Maria Buchina. 
Also known, as Jim says, Natasha traded sex for a position in a special interest organization, NRA, Mm -hmm. according to U.S. prosecutors who called on a judge to keep her in jail before trial because of her ties to Russian intelligence services. They believe she's a flight risk. They're all over the place now. They're just all over the place. They're like the Americans. You know that Next show? show? They're yeah. all over. They're embedded <laughs> in society. This is not something that has happened recently. Probably started with Nikita Khrushchev. They're you infiltrating. Know, it's that Red Sparrow thing, you yes. know, that terrible movie that uh, that uh, Jennifer Lawrence was in. You didn't like it? Yeah, they raise them. They raise them as kids. It's like they do in Europe with soccer kids. You know, they find them when they're four or five years old. They think they have talent. Boom, they put them in an academy. You know, they don't see their parents again until Aww. they're 21 and playing for a club. This is the same thing that happens with these Russian kids. They grab them. They put them in, the, uh, they put them in their intelligence services. And then when they can get them, then they slip them into the United States to spy on us. They're all over the place. I'm telling you right now. Oh, that's a conspiracy. I'm telling you right you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all you have to do is look at it. You Look at her, and that's um, she might as well have I am a spy tattooed on her on forehead. That <laughs> suddenly it feels like it's the early 80s again. You know, before, <laughs> seriously, you know, before, seriously, mm-hmm. before, yes, they would just get you. You know, they they you know where they started, where they started, you know, they 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 you know, with lonely businessmen in a bar. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they go back to the room, right? And they and they knock them out unconscious, and then they'd uh, remove their kidneys, uh huh, uh huh, and leave them in a yeah. bathtub full of ice, yeah, and yeah. then uh, you know, right, right. on the uh, on in the mirror of the bathroom, mm-hmm. call nine one one ASAP, mm-hmm. and then they've oh. moved on to the NRA. Stop it! <laughs> I'm telling you, you have a vivid imagination. That's what I'm thinking now. Oh yeah. If four years ago I said, guess what? The president of the United States might be accused of colluding with the intelligence agencies of the Russian Federation to mess around with our democracy and our democratic institutions. I said, oh, come on. I wouldn't have You're believed out of your you. Mind. Yeah, cuckoo. You're out of your mind. <laughs> what else do we have? Oh, on artificial meat. Where's that story? That's gross. Oh, yeah. No, Is it's it a petri dish? No, it's the same thing. It's, Does that uh, sound like you, you won't know that? the difference. And in 20 years, if we're still around, you won't know the difference between artificial meat and, and, and meat. When you say if we're still around in 20 years, are you referring to the two of you personally or as a race? I don't know. I got one of my test results back oh, today. Yes? I'm a bad boy. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What does that mean? You celebrate with chocolate? I'm on home. My wife comes home. She had an errand to run. And uh, so, hello. Hi. Where are you? Oh, I'm over here. She says, how's everything going? I said, well... The doctor's office called. Oh, you oh, did no. not. That, you oh, shouldn't scare this people. This is bad like karma. Mm-hmm. And um, oh no, yeah, one of the one of the tests came back. You know, you, like, you get that look uh, on their face. Uh-huh. Is that everything's clean? It's clean as a whistle. Oh god. Yeah, that uh, they, that aorta ticker, that yeah. uh, that uh, aortic that, valve. Yeah, the one that goes from your heart down into your uh, towards your guts. Uh, yeah. guts. Mm-hmm. Clean as a whistle. Nothing to worry about. Congratulations Just, on your clean bill of health. I don't know why health. she was so pissed off at me. And shame <laughs> on you for giving that. that lovely woman a bit of anxiety. And she fixed the TV too. And she fixed your TV. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Oh, yeah. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. Oh, 
Time for some news. Here's Mo. Okay. Well, yesterday, right as we went on the air, we found out about a two-plane collision uh, down on the fringes of the Everglades. Hey, 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 hey. They found three bodies overnight. They were looking uh, for a fourth. They found the fourth victim this afternoon. Is that two planes or just one? It was two planes. They were oh. two small planes. They think they were both a teacher and a pilot, student pilot. Uh, three victims identified yesterday. There was a Piper and a Cessna collided over the eastern edge of the Everglades, went down about nine miles west of the Miami Executive Airport. I don't see it. And it was flight school. So the NTSB is investigating. The FAA is investigating. It was a teacher and a student in the plane, and bam, and now all four of them are gone. You'd be surprised, though, when you're flying around on a small plane, you're looking around, you know, I mean, there are lots of activities. you got to be in contact with the tower. Oh, you didn't like that part. No. No, no. Hated it. Okay. A woman is charged with child neglect after a baby was left in the backseat of a car up in Volusia County, one of our neighboring counties from here. The sheriff's office says a passerby noticed this little boy, eight months old, in the vehicle parked at a business in Orange City and called 911. The door was unlocked. Luckily, they got the kid out. The kid is okay. The mother or the the woman showed up 20 minutes after that 911 call. Claiming, I'd forgotten the baby was in the car. She dropped off several other kids with a family member in DeBarry or something. And she said, oh, my God, I forgot all about it. Ever happened to you? No. Close? No. Never close? I only had one little baby at a time. I think you'd be surprised. Mm. It probably happens. I I think wouldn't be surprised, as you say, at the number of people. Wait. Wouldn't See, not, would it or wouldn't? Yeah, would, you need I to clarify don't. this. Not double negatives. Wouldn't not yeah. be surprised? I would not be surprised. Wouldn't not, wouldn't not you? Wouldn't not me? Write no. it down and then read it to us. Mm-hmm. The National Rifle Association <laughs> put out its report <laughs> card for Florida candidates. I don't care the about NRA. that. The uh, NRA. On top of the list is the Republican candidate for Governor Adam Putnam got an A+. Gee, I wonder why. He's I'm, a proud NRA sellout. That's right. Oh, wait, what? Well, that's uh, what he, he is. Said. That's what he said. U.S. Representative Ron DeSantis... Uh, also, you know, under, you know, Republican ticket, um, didn't get, get an A+. plus. He only got an A, plain old A. Oh, boy. Now, when you go over to the Democrats, they all got Fs. Andrew Gillum, Gwen Graham, Philip Levine, Chris King was given a question mark, and Jeff Green wasn't even included in the listings. So, yeah, that's how that pans out. Hmm, um, how surprising. I know. The the Democrats all got Fs. The Republicans all got As or A+. plus. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know. I didn't think you could. Come on, Democrats. Pick up the slack. No, not really. Put it in an all-nighter, whatever you have to oh, do. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you knit Marion Hammer uh, an Afghan? Maybe she'll like you a little better. What? I don't know. It Marion. Oh, I thought Ham- you said Marion Hammer should marry an Afghan. No, no. Yeah, maybe she. Maybe the Democrats should knit her an Afghan, and she will think kindly of them and give them a better grade than an F. I didn't think you could fire people because they were pregnant. Marion Hammer, by the way, is the lobbyist for the NRA in Florida. Uh-huh. Who has been running the gun lobby in this Points. state for probably 30 or if not 40 years. She's about this tall. She's smaller than Mo. Hey. <laughs> Shorter? Yes. Oh, legally a midget? No. Dwarf no. little person? No, 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 what no, no, is no, no, it? No, 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 little no, no, person. No. I, She's like none of be... that. She's just an older woman who has shrunk in size over the years. I shrunk. He's always been a little. Oh, all right, whatever. A Disney ballerina was fired. But she says jumping in Tallahassee. They say how high. If they're little people, should we call like Moira, like older people? No. Okay. That's not nice either. (laughs) I didn't think you could fire people for being pregnant. I know you can't fire them for being old. Just saying. 
But a Disney ballerina who worked at Animal Kingdom in a prime role in one of the shows uh, became pregnant with twins and, you know, had to take some time off, had some bed rest going on, and then they fired her. Um, so Disney says, no, we didn't really fire her because she was pregnant. The girl, you know, said, uh, she went to a lawyer and said, you totally did. Oh, she's she's making the claim. She does. She said, and yeah, you did. And we'll see you in court. That's right. Um, so it's not Disney fired her because she was pregnant. I got the idea well, from the story. Claims. That's what she's claiming. Correct. I think Disney's saying, well, we'll see you in court. There's you wanna, two sides wanna, to every story. Yeah, you want to battle that in court? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight weeks later. See you there with your baby. She had twins, two, two babies. Both of them. Two babies. Um, Co-counselors. She was one of these uh, dancers that in the in the show that flies in a harness. Obviously, she couldn't do that pregnant. And after she had the kids, to see that. No, well, that would be scary. So she obviously had to stop doing the harness flying around. You know, Peter Pan, whatever she was doing uh, during her pregnancy. After she had the babies, they offered anything else. I don't know. You sell some popcorn on uh, Main Street? Yeah. When she was terminated, Turkey legs? she asked Ooh, did she sure she is. asked Disney, is my firing a mistake? And then she was told, Well, yeah, you can go back to your position. Uh then she had to audition again. Yeah. And then Maybe she gave him some lip. She lost all the baby weight. <laughs> and then they said, You are no longer needed. See you later. Gotta go. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Police are still trying to figure out who killed those people out in at an apartment in in uh, downtown Orlando, what? there were two bodies: a man and a woman. It's murder? Found, yeah, dead inside well, the apartment. Well, they're dead. That doesn't mean it's murder. They could be drug they're, overdoses. Their bodies. Suicide. No, it says homicide. Detailed, murder suicide? Maybe it doesn't say. It just says homicide right, here. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Suicide pact. Uh, well, a homicide can be just dead people. Homicide? Or, no, yeah. it would be just death. Homicide sounds like somebody did something to somebody else. That's what it sounds like, but technically, I don't know if that's true. All right, I'm getting OPD on the horn. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, there better ha- chance of getting Steve Olson on the line. <laughs> well, we know that's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. No. OPD's pretty, trying to decide whether or not they have these facial recognition cameras or not. They don't recognize the dead people, I guess, yet. Um, no arrests are announced yet in the murder of that pregnant woman who was shot and killed on Monday in Pine Hills. Terrible story. Still no arrests announced. Uh, Two kids in the car also grazed and, and hit by bullets, um, but will survive. Uh, the relatives of this 21-year-old pregnant mama say they have no idea why she was killed. Um, and, and that is just a grieving you know, neighborhood and grieving area. They have no idea what that's It's a rat's about. nest out there. Oh, listen. Well, it is. I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore about Pine Hills. It's a it's a rat's nest. Never around the bush before. It's been a rat nest, a rat's mm. nest for years now. Yeah, probably right. It's a very you know, it it's would be interesting for somebody to do a study. Mm. You know, like they have these Harvard business studies to say why did it this become this? Mm-hmm. What are the reasons for that? Well, poverty, perhaps. Yeah, but I don't know. All right, poverty. Why poverty? I don't know. Why did it go from a middle class, working class area of unincorporated Orange County to what it is now. Mm-mm, not clear. There were three coaches who sheltered and, well, who died shielding their students from gunfire at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Parkland. Those three coaches who died trying to protect the students will be honored at tonight's ESPY Awards. ESPN's Best Coach Award will be presented to family members of Adam Feist, Scott Beagle, and Chris Hickson. It's a break from tradition. The award has usually gone to coaches who guide their teams to extraordinary victories. Not for heroism off the field. These ESPYs are hosted by 
Uh, Danica yeah. Patrick from uh, Racing, of course, and it'll air live at eight on AS on ABC. She is a spinner, isn't she? Yeah, I think she would be considered a Sorry, did cough? <laughs> she is, though. I, I, Never mind. No. Uh, Pierce, what does he mean by that? Oh, it's the Phillips File. More news with Mo upcoming and the food, the birthdays, and a bonus round of Closers to the Pin at 4 on Real Radio 104.1. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Russian spy in this organization. As a nah. matter of fact, I think I know who it is. And if you'll uh, stay with us until a little bit after 4, I'll tell you who it is. Oh, boy. No who kidding. I think it is. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Bonus round of closest to the pin at four. Here's Mo. Bet uh-huh. it's Angel. No, it's not. There. Okay. <laughs> today. Not an on-air person. Today is July 18, 2018. Today is, well, it's it's a very fancy thing and a very everyman thing. The fancy day today is caviar day. Ooh. Yeah, malicious. If you're going to get caviar, get the get the best, best you, you can, can afford. afford. That's right. Yep. Five dollars. It should taste caviar. <laughs> should taste like butter. Okay, now mm. not like that's the raw fish. That's the upper crust silver spoon option. Uh, if you're not a caviar type of gal or guy, you can go today. Everybody, the everyman dish today is it's National Hot Dog Day. I'm just saying. When it comes, I was trying to convince my wife, you know, it's that your day. Brett's hot, hot dogs. They're all beef. There's no. Yeah, kosher hot dog. There's no uh, right. additives in there. I said, I've had some Brett's before. They don't affect me. Doesn't make you snarky. And she goes, I don't, she, no. I don't think so. That's She's seen happen. you get snotty about it. So yeah, but I said, that's, you know, those are other hot dogs that have all those nitrates and sulfates and everything in them. There are a lot of places offering deals for hot dogs today. And I the experts say, here are the most popular hot dog condiments. Uh, the According to a survey done for today, National Hot Dog Day. The Mustard five- relish. All right, the topics are mustard, number one, yes. chili, number two, okay. relish, number three, sauerkraut, and then onions. That's the top five. You hear five. that, ketchup, people? There's not it's ketchup wrong. on there. Yes. Ketchup is <laughs> not. nastiness. It is. Nobody puts ketchup. Uh, kids, uh, maybe. They do. No. Kids. Kids. Nope. After, uh, after you're wrong. seven, that's enough. I think I a may- couple monsters admitted to putting ketchup on their hot dog today. I well, may be you know, engaged to someone that does. Oh, no, 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 no. Did you hear that? It's fiancé. Ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, fiancé. I am. Tell her to stop that. I yeah. tried. So I'm not going to marry you until you put mustard on there. No ketchup. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, have to put your, you don't put your foot down right now on my... something like that. Oh, you're oh, going to be did. chained and bound for no. the rest of your life. Pick no. your battles. Pick your battles. It's all this about... is not it. No. Nope. No, you got to start it right. You got to start this it is... up with a clean slate. I'm in charge here. Come on, Miss Thing. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. This mustard is not. Only. It's only. an American. It's it she may be a spy. Oh, I think maybe. she might be. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you only want to get married once, follow my lead. Don't don't challenge her on that. <laughs> Why? Your wife puts ketchup on hot dogs too? No, but oh. you got to pick and choose your battles. I see. That's actually very good wedding advice. Oh, that's after you're <laughs> married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can battle all I want now. Thank Up you. Until, yeah. Battle royale. <laughs> Yeah, she'll run you for say, the house. I don't have to go through with this, <laughs> you know. Pain, you're pain in the ass much longer. Hey, she'll, give me she'll back be... the ring. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Tell me uh, again <laughs> how this day is, uh, the official food is Russian caviar. <laughs> it's caviar day, oh. and it's hot dog day. Russian sausage. It's American and U.S. all rolled into one. Speaking of Russian, the national, this gun rights advocate, Maria something or other, Buchina. Buchina. Buchina, I think Buchina, Yeah, she apparently traded sex for a position in a special interest group. Uh, Stop she, saying it like it's a bad thing. Uh, 
Uh, the judge She's also, a Russian agent who's trying to worm her way into, stuff, yeah. in this particular case, uh, we're led to believe, oh. into the National Rifle Association. She touted herself as a gun rights advocate in Russia and all this kind of stuff. She's worming her way into positions of power in the United States. It's like a character out of the Americans. Matt! She was told today that she may not leave the U.S. of A. She's a flight risk. and they're She keeping said that her. or the court said no, you may not? the court said she may not leave today. Uh, that's what the court decided this afternoon, just a little bit ago. Uh, she said, oh, I, I, I'm not going to. She has to stay now. She's 29 years old. Well, she a- faces charges that she illegally conspired to establish what they call back channels. You know, secret yeah, conversation exactly. between Russians and Americans. They're all over the damn place. She's also an unregistered agent of the Russian Federation. Wait. It's Russia. Oh, man, I just can't believe it. it's Russia. That's Russia is has an economy the size of Texas with ballistic nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. of course. But, you know, how do they rate? Mm-mm. No. What is this thing about Russia? It's like, uh, kind of like Jerry Seinfeld. What's this thing about Russia? No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm serious about this. What no. they, they don't have don't an know. economy to speak of. They don't, we, no, they don't export them. anything to us. They're scary. We were against them so long with the Cold War. Then Mr. Gorbachev bring down this wall. We started to get a little warmer, thought out the relations. And now it's, I think it's icy cold again. But they've always been our adversary. Yeah, well, right? treat them like adversaries then. Well, no, the president's got like, his, who do you think his you, lips the on United the, States oh, of America. No. What, you think you're on, you think you're equal to the United States of America? They do. Uh, yeah, well, well you, I, got, I got news for you. You're not. If you watch that press conference, it looks like not only aren't we equal, You're but they... my w- point. My point is, forget him. Oh. We're, the, we're citizens of the... We're patriots. Mm-hmm. We are citizens of the United States of America. We, as a collective nation, tell Russia, you don't rake to... You're not at the same level as we are. Ronald Reagan would be rolling over in his grave if he knew what was going on. Mr. Gorbachev. No, it's Putin. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio. I got it. I got it. He has it. I just said it five minutes ago. I couldn't imagine why you just said it. I just said it five minutes ago. No, it's Putin. It's Putin. I just said, Mr. Gorbachev, bring down this wall. Ronald Reagan, the actor. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio. bring or take down this wall? Mr. Gorbachev, bring down this wall. Or is it tear down this wall? Oh, maybe tear down. Mr. Gorbachev. Then he said, I am a jelly donut. I'm just telling you, these Russians are all over the place. Because we, in our own mind, we said, eh, we're so scared of the Russians, we're scared. They are kind of I'm, not sc- I'm not scared of the Russians. They're, they're pipsqueak. That's a pipsqueak nation compared to the United States. Mm. Yeah, you tell them. You got to tell them that. Mm. <laughs> well, who's going to tell them? The I'll only, tell them. The only person who can well, more really people tell ought them. to tell them. No, collectively, people in the United, Sk- United States can send a message without needing the backing of the president of the United States. He's he's worthless. He's a, you know, he's he's a... A misanthrope. He's a borderline. He's waded into the sea of treason. You know, he doesn't have the best interests of the United States uh, at heart. Well, we do. Unfortunately, he's our guy. The American people do. Yeah. Marco Rubio is calling on Congress to send a message to Vladimir Putin by passing a bipartisan measure called DETER, D-E-T-E-R, which stands for Defending Elections from Threats by Establishing Red Lines. On the Senate floor yesterday, Marco said this deter thing lists all these sanctions that will go into effect immediately if it's determined Russia is once again interfering in the elections this year. Rubio's held, held a pretty firm line on this Russia thing. He's never wavered too much on that. Okay. I had to give him, well, uh, except yesterday, he kind of accepted well, the president's excuse as being a legitimate excuse. 
Well, when well, asked, meant to say that. wouldn't. When asked, he said he accepted that. Yeah, that's true. When out, when <laughs> asked today, if I Russia, wouldn't know if I can't do that myself. If Russia is still targeting U.S. elections, they asked that of Trump today, and Trump said one word: no. They're not still involved in the U.S. elections. Now the White House is saying he did not say no to that. They have tape of him saying it. They said they were asking more <laughs> questions, and he said no, meaning no more questions. That's the new White House spin on what? that one. No. Yes. No. And, and no. In other words, no, shut up and go away. That's what they're saying. But yes. That's what I was right before the show. I was watching the White House press briefing. And and reporters and, are now yeah. going on Twitter and saying not once during all of the questions when they screen questions at him. Did he ever say no, meaning shut up and go away? <laughs> I, I don't know. So anyway, it turns out today that that's a controversy. Number one. And number two, he is having a busy day on Twitter. The, the Trumpster is tweeting like bananas today. He's got somebody that does that. And one of his topics of conversation. You do know that. He doesn't do, he does some of it. He doesn't do all of it. Doesn't do all of it. As That's a matter correct. of fact, he doesn't do most of it. Somebody, they, here, is it you Stephen approve? Miller? Hi, do you approve? No, he's, there's a person who, who does not want to be identified mm-hmm. for good reason because he wants to keep his job. And he comes up with the tweets, and then he gets, you know, if the president approves it, then go send it, send it, send it, send it. Here, this He's is not sitting there all the time doing this. I thought he was sitting on the can. No. All right, anyway. That was Johnson. Oh, it turns out now today <laughs> the topic of Twitter uh, with the president is derangement syndrome. Yeah, that's used by the anti-snowflakes. Mm. They use that. That's their excuse now. Oh. That liberals and progressives and Democrats, they're suffering Trump from derangement Trump syndrome. derangement syndrome. That they Everybody gets all bent out of shape and freaking out, spinning out of control. Just look at them, listen to them. Yep. Not yeah. like Mo gets. I do get a little crazy. He Mem- might have a point there. Members of the Thai youth soccer team had a press conference today. Yeah. All 12 of the kids and their 25-year-old coach appeared um, in front of the microphones today. They were charming as could be. Um, now, one of the Navy SEALs did die in the cave trying to ensure the boys had enough oxygen. And, and the boys feel a little bit of guilt. One of them said, you know, we feel terrible about that. When they asked them what they want to be when they, quote, grow up, so many of them said they want to be a Navy SEAL to perhaps give back the help that they, you know, were afforded with this Navy mm-hmm. SEAL. I don't see that uh, happening. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean? They, they don't even swim. How are they going to be a Navy SEAL? Well, you think these kids haven't been traumatized somewhere along the line by being in that cave for how many days? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think- some may, but I think th- this yes. might be this life-changing event that sets them on a course. Now, I tell you what they're going to do. They're going to be farmers in Nebraska. They want something as flat as possible uh, and nowhere near any water. No caves. No caves for us. Oh, you don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, the old... I don't know if you ever watched the show Pawn Stars. Sure. Oh, Off and on. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, kind of sometimes. Uh, the old man died yes. a week or so ago. Yeah. His name was Richard Harrison. Yeah. He died at 77 years old right. after a battle with Parkinson's. Uh, it turns out that they read the will, and the old man cut out one of his kids. Which one? The patriarch originally named his wife and three children as beneficiaries, but then he amended it last year and cut out his son, Christopher. Which oh. one is Christopher? Probably one who pissed them off. I don't think off. he was on the show. The will puts his son, Rick, the star of Pawn Stars, in charge of the entire estate. The, the other son, Christopher, gets nothing. I have um, never been in a pawn shop. I almost went into one a few weeks ago looking for tools, but they weren't if you open. Especially you want tools. Oh. Well, they just weren't open mm. you, at that n- time. You're not averse to going in, though. I've you're... never I've never been in a in a pawn shop. It's never, ever have been. I, I think it would be. 
Especially if you're looking for something offbeat like that. All sorts yeah, of tools or musical instruments. Yeah. Oh yeah, all of Absolutely. It. TVs. CDs when you used to buy those things. I mean, what else? Games. I mean, jewelry. I'm not in the market to buy jewelry. Right. But uh, what else do you find in sporting goods? Uh, oh, definitely engagement rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People pawn that stuff. I mean, what else? Garway. I mean, is it is full of a lot of junk, or most of us? Oh, that's interesting. I don't want a bit. I think of it depends which one you go to. Have any recommendations? I don't. You ever been in one? Mm, no. Oh, you too. Mm-hmm. Bicycles. Probably. Oh yeah, the whole the whole hubbub. Mm-hmm. I the was... whole hubbub. Mm-hmm. The whole shebang is what I was shebang for. or shooting match. I heard, but never hubbub. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. hubbub. No. Yep. Uh, when I had a bike stolen, I thought I'm going to go in a pawn shop. I'm going to find my bicycle, and it, I never did. Yeah, because uh, they wanted to use the bike. I yeah, guess they took it and rode away. Mo- rode off with my stuff. They're still on them, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe a successful that banana seat. No, 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 no. Uh, there are rumors swirling, Jim. That say in in the whispers in the shadows that Beyonce Queen Bee may be pregnant again. Again, the thirty six year old performed in a bodysuit. They know what causes that now. I know, but she and Jay Z were in a show in Paris this week. She was in some very skin tight, sleek bodysuit, and the outfit showed off mm, what may be a baby bump. Mm. Although she just had a baby, so it may be the remnants from this uh, this other one. People on Twitter then started asking her to officially announce whether she's expecting oh, and God. If she is, it'll be their fourth child. The couple welcomed twins in June. Well, no wonder she's still got a little bit of a belly, for God's sake. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that that's Get on that. A treadmill. Not like she has a lot to do. Nope, she does. She has three kids right at the moment. They, and the rumor is that they're going for four because four is their favorite number. People have Spoiler a favorite alert. number. Who doesn't have a favorite number? I don't think I have, oh. a, f- I have a favorite number. You do? I have a couple of them. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. It's bad luck. Oh. Is that right? No. I, I don't that. know. What's your favorite number? Seven. No, I don't want to tell you. Seven is one of my favorite numbers. Uh. I, have, I like eight. I have a favorite number. It it's has to nice. be single digits? No, it's mine. Like, it's like, uh, oh, it can be anything you want. Mine's three digits. Your age? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm leaving. Set you up. Ah, uh, very Set good. You up Out of for yeah, 412. <laughs> No, 740. 740, favorite number. Now it's uh, it's 96.9, the game now. Orlando Sports League. That's it. Formerly 740. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, still heard on that 50,000-watt Bud's front porch or something, isn't it? Oh, no, maybe that's 540. I worked at that station years ago. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sarah Palin is in a big pissing match with Sasha Baron Cohen. um, And Showtime is now in the middle of it as well. Showtime is now saying... No, Sarah Palin's claim that Sasha Baron Cohen posed as a disabled veteran is just poppycock. Um, She says he did it to get an interview with her and other politicians for his new series, Who is America? But Sarah um, accused Sasha Baron Cohen of claiming to be a disabled veteran when he invited her to be interviewed. But Showtime says none of this is right. They say Sasha did not wear any kind of military clothing and said on camera he's not disabled. In response, Sarah is now tweeting her opinion on this and saying that uh, Showtime statement was, quote, nonsense. Does anybody really care what she says anymore? I, I don't. <laughs> no. Does anybody really care am, what, really she, what she's thinking about other than, I, let's see her with... Tina Fey? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't. She's just the butt of jokes. I mean, mm. she get divorced? I don't. Didn't she throw a can of peas so. or something? Or a Todd? pan of chopped moose or something? A Todd dude? dented, yeah. the, dented yeah. the refrigerator? No. Yeah, the first dude. First dude, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. The first dude. I thought that was clever, actually. I don't know. Our kids are yeah. all running around. Yeah, she had a ton of kids. Uh, and then her kids had kids, and it was a, yeah, it was a whole yeah. thing. Okay, do you remember the show Full House with Mary-Kate and Ashley and do John I? Stamos and all that? I do Dave not. Cooley. It was a huge deal. I know in, what it is. In but the, what, 80s? I was in the streets. 90s. I don't know, 90s. Protesting. Mm-mm. In the 90s? Yes. No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> How did that work out for you? Very well, as a matter of fact. Uh, probably 20 years too late, but okay. Good no, for you. I was in the 60s, too, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Come on. All right. Well, it turns out now that San Francisco transit officials are banning tour buses from going anywhere near the house where they filmed Full House. They were in favor. Uh, yeah. They want to prohibit all commercial vehicles that seat at least nine people from being on the street where they this house is. They film them in a house or they film them, at, film they it in a studio? They filmed in an iconic Victorian ma- that was made famous on the sitcom. And even the Full House reboot said they were sick and tired of the hundreds of tourists that jammed their lower Pacific Heights street. They line up at all hours of the day to take pictures in front of the house. And the ban will be in effect within the next four to six weeks. Or weird. Like, stop filming in front of this house. Enough Look, already. That's where Dave Coulier said, cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> right, let's do some birthdays. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> happy, happy birthday today to Vin Diesel. Oh, oh Vin Diesel. My favorite. Oh, you know it? I'll pass, yeah. Okay. I think oh, I do. Oh, no, he, oh, man. What is he? 45. Nope. Uh, 48. 51. 51 is correct. Well, Sorry. he looks younger. Uh, Okay. How about the guy from Virgin Atlantic? Everything, Richard Branson. Kapoya, That's, a tough kapoya. One. That's a tough one. Why? Because I think he's, I think he's up there, but it's hard because he's got that full head of hair. Mm. I'll say, believe it or not, he is now seventy-two. Please, seventy-four. I don't know, seventy-three. Jim, sixty-eight. Well, he, <laughs> look, he looks older. He's sixty-eight today. Yeah. And uh, the uh, star of Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Veronica Mars and The Good Place and all that. Her name's Kristen Bell. How old is the act? Huh? Married to Dax Shepard. What she was in? Real boobs. Forgetting Sarah. What was she in? Jeez, I'm doing a Trump now. What she was (laughs) in? What she was in? (laughs) People are saying she's in that show with Ted Danson. Uh, I don't know. The Good Place. The Good Place. Forty-six. Ooh, yeah. oh, close? No, I don't know. I think Tell that's too old. Her husband thought she had fake boobs for a good portion of their marriage. Thirty-nine. Dang it. Um, what'd you say? Forty-six. Oh no, I'll. And you said thirty-nine. Yeah. Forty-one. Pinkman, thirty-eight. Oops. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yep. And that's the Lottie Don. Just call me Moya. Thank you, Mo. We're gonna open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You might be able to win that You Matter business card that guarantees you. Good fortune for the rest of your life. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Download the app and then take us anywhere. Except maybe there. Get it from your app store. Search for iHeartRadio. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, closest to the pin bonus round where Alex He's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round. Should Alex win, that's what he's aiming for. He'll get that You Matter business card. 
guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life. If Alex loses, however, he knows it will be bad luck for him for at least 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon. All right, there he goes. Bye-bye. Alex, how are you today? Oh, doing very well. And yourself? Not bad. Thank you. Okay, Alex, 10 questions for you. You know how this works, including the famous crow question at the end. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, buddy. Countdown for Alex and keep score. In three, two, one, begin. Alex, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was last night. The first All-Star Game was held in what year? 1938. Talk about baseball, the movie titled The Natural with Robert Redford was released in what year? 1980. Actress Glenn Close was in that movie. How old is Close? 63. The movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind was released in what year? 1982. In feet, how far is third base from home plate in baseball? 90. Talk about home. How about the movie Home Alone, which runs how many minutes? Uh, 93. How old is actor Joe Pesci? 72. The movie My Cousin Vinny was released in what year? 1987. Marisa Tomei won an Academy Award in what year? 1988. Get it within 100, you went outright. If Marisa Tomei was a crow in Brooklyn, her birthplace, she would have to travel how many miles to reach Birmingham, Alabama? 800. Time. All right. Mm. There you go. All right. Got his time. All right. Here he comes. Here he comes. We're going to have Mr. Pinkman roll the dice. We set the handicap at 18, but we allow him to roll the dice. Mm -hmm. Whatever that number is, we'll take that off 18. That will be his handicap for this afternoon's bonus round of closest to the pit. Do you have the dice in hand? All right. Here we go. Oh, look at that. A fiver. Look at this. Bah. Hard way. It's a 13-second handicap. All right, Mr. Pingman, 10 questions, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was last night. The first All-Star Game was held in what year? 1960. Talk about baseball. The movie titled The Natural with Robert Redford was released in what year? 1982. Actress Glenn Close was in that movie. How old is Close? 66. The movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind was released in what year? 1974. In feet, how far is third base from home plate and baseball? Uh, 10. Talk about home. How about the movie Home Alone, which runs how many minutes? Uh, 123. How old is actor Joe Pesci? He is 74. The movie My Cousin Vinny was released in what year? Uh, 1991. Marisa Tomei won an Academy Award in what year? 98. Did it within 100, you went outright. If Marissa Tomei was a crow in Brooklyn, her birthplace, she would have to travel how many miles to reach Birmingham, Alabama? Uh, 1100. Time. Oh, right. Stupid baseball. Uh, Let's score this game. (laughs) First uh, baseball all-star game held in what year, Alex said? 1938. And Pinkman? 60. 1933. The movie The Natural with Robert Redford released in what year, Alex said? 1980. And Pinkman? 82. 84. Good job. Tied. Glenn Close was in that movie. How old is uh, Glenn Close, Alex said? 63. And Pinkman? 66. 71. Oh, Pinky. The movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind Uh released in what year, Alex said? 82. And Pinkman? 74. 77. Oh, yeah. It's a squeaker. In feet. How 
In feet, how far is third base from home plate in baseball? Alex said. In feet. Alex said 90. Pinkman. 10. I was going for 90 feet. It's right yeah, on the well, money. Yeah, what were you thinking? I, I, whatever. It doesn't oh, like matter. first down? Yeah. I don't know. What yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tie game. It's three to three, Jim. There we go. Five more questions. To talk about home. How about the movie Home Alone, which runs how many minutes? Alex says. 93 minutes. Pinkman. 123. 103. Oh, that's Alex. Yeah. How old is actor Joe Pesci? Alex says. 72. Pinkman. 74. 75. Neck and neck. Here to go. The movie My Cousin Vinny was released in what year? Alex said. 87. Pinkman. 91. 92. Pinkman takes the lead. Marisa Tomei won an Academy Award in what year? Alex said. 88. Pinkman. 98. 93. That's a split. Yeah, she won it for My Cousin Vinny, Best Supporting Actress. Wait, it's six to six, and this is the it all hinges on this. Oh my. Guy, Becky, they both got a point butt. for that last one, right? That's yes. what I said. Yeah, but it's six to six. Uh-huh. Oh, get it? No, with... wait. No, it's not. Pinkman has a one lead, right? Yeah, one. Oh, you're up one six to five. Okay. sorry, sorry, I miscounted. Um, get it within one hundred, you went out right. Within a hundred. Marissa Tomei was a crow in Brooklyn. Her birthplace. She would have to fly how many miles to reach Birmingham, Alabama? Alex said eight hundred and three. And Pinkman said eleven hundred straight up. The answer. Mm-hmm. You got to do the math. I okay. can't do that quickly. Nine. 71. Uh, 971, that's one th- about... Uh, I'm uh, closer. Uh, Pinkman is closer. By and, how many? Um, By like 20-something. Yeah. Ooh. I'm sorry, Alex. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Alex. We Played were a good all game, for you. but sorry, bad Alex. luck for you starts right now. Remember, uh. close only counts <laughs> in Damn it. horseshoes, what? honey I mean, grenades, and... To the I wish nothing but the best for the people who choose to listen to this program. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Wow. Good job, Pinkman. Ten feet, baby. Ten feet. Ten feet. What are we that's, thinking of? Yards. Like a, a Honestly, I, I just kind of, I was going for speed, and then I didn't have time to think about it. You could take a lead off third base and be at home. Right away, yeah. So true. You could just take a step or two, and then bam, you're there. Yeah. Not if you have a small gate. Yeah, you got a nine-foot uh, nine lead, and then just yeah, bend over. over. Just do a little tap dance and you're bang right there. Safe. <laughs> Whatever, I still won. They keep stealing home. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? It's 90 feet to first base. It's 90 feet to second base. It's 90 feet to third base. And then home is like right there. Yeah, you make it all the way there. You deserve an easy trip. <laughs> yeah. But then if you take the width of the bags itself, it really comes out to about 88 feet. I mean, Ooh. come on. Seriously. But, is yeah. that true? Well, it's 90 feet from the middle of, of the, bag. the bag to the middle of the bag. Is that right? Uh, I, I believe so. Know. Okay. We can always ask the shot doctor. Yeah, it's from line to line. Oh, yeah, shot doctor watches me. He doesn't know. <laughs> That's not nice. Of course he knows. <laughs> you think he knows? Yes. He didn't even watch the World Cup. Well, but he's watching. It's baseball. the biggest sporting event, team sporting <sighs> event on the planet. Oh, Anybody paying any attention to the Tour de France? Eh, bikes. I, I yeah, know. I turn it on every once in a while. I, you know, I I see it in the guide on my TV. On the gu- oh. I caught a little yeah. bit Sunday, <laughs> and one of the cyclists like grabbed the other one and started shaking him while no. they were riding. Yeah, yeah they're shaking what they They started banging each oh, yeah. other with their helmets. They're crazy. I'd never seen that. These bike people. They're not even real people. Bike animals. Yeah, probably a couple of Russian spies. There. Oh, yeah. again, the Russian like, spies. I'm telling you, they're, they're all over the place. No. They're, but, no. They've been doing this ever since Stalin died. Are you kidding me? What, they're They've infiltrated everything? Western democracy. Of course. They're planted among us. I know. I think I know, based on my investigations, 
There's at least one right here. I heard Orlando. You're watching too many movies. Is it the obvious choice? Is it the obvious choice? Lube? Is that Lube? No. No. Someone we don't suspect. I think C Lane. What? No, it's not. It's not. It's no one that's no one who's on the air. Oh, it's no one. No, it's no one who's on the air. Okay. Only Patriots are on the air. Is it a sales guy? Is it a salesperson? Third floor. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to formally announce who it is. Man or woman? I'm not saying anything. I'm still, you know, I want these people need to be taken into custody. People on the sales team? That's not nice. And I said they're not in sales. Oh, I oh, you said they're not on the air. Well, they're not on the air. But sales isn't on the air. There's so, also and I said other it's not sales. Oh, other you also, oh, you took that whole department out. Oh, oh I see. Do Interesting. We, might we have a Chinese spy as well? Chinese? No. Yeah, that I can narrow down a lot more quickly. Anyway. <laughs> let's see what else. Yeah, my TV's back, thank God. Oh, thank oh, goodness. My God. So it wasn't thank your God. television you're saying? No. It's another box that I have that connects to um, uh, channels in Great Britain. Yeah, that goes through the the back of the the, the regular box. box. Yeah. Somehow connected somehow. Don't ask me how. <laughs> and, uh, so we Ka- didn't plan on it. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. No, so we, I, Catherine, was, Catherine was going to take the box. Let's check the box first before we go out and buy a TV. Yes. So she was taking the box apart because she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Are you just watching her do all that? No. No, you didn't even watch. <laughs> oh, I see. Why? Mm-mm. Because then you're doing it wrong. Then you could do it wrong. Then you could do it next time. Oh, she knows what she's doing. She's a lot better at that kind of stuff than I am. Yeah. If she wasn't home, if she was on, I the... was writing a bonus round of closest to the oh, pin. Thank well, you. Right. Never Lots mean. of research, hour upon oh, hour of research, it takes me to come up with that damn thing. Silly me. God, I can't wait for that thing to come to an end. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a bu- that box apparently had gone bad because as soon as it was unplugged, disconnected, pink. Oh, it was a British Everything problem. came back, yeah. Yeah, it's oh. a British You know problem. they are. <laughs> so, uh, oh. thank goodness. I actually sat there and conversed with my wife last night and read. Weird. And it was quiet. Then I started getting kind of the withdrawals. TV. I need, TV. I need TV. I need some TV. <laughs> uh, you know, you can watch it. You can watch it on your phone, too. Nah, I mean, mm-hmm. You do Tablet, that with Netflix tablet, every once in a while. Computer. You know, it's like I get that you get that carpal tunnel syndrome thing. What? From yeah, holding you your phone. It, from holding your phone. It's like then you're switching it. Yeah. I'm not interested. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Yeah, what did Comrade Fritz have to say when he was in there? No medal for you? Uh, Let's hear what's in Jack's <laughs> audio file. <laughs> oh, Jim, there's so much going on. And a lot of it uh, goes back to this... Uh, Trump Putin press conference and and the, the fallout and now the apologies because it was uh, what twenty five and a half hours ago yeah. uh, where the president uh, tried to walk back his comments, clarify his comments, claiming he misspoke. Uh, you know, at that press conference, 
and uh, in one of the weakest apologies. My kids can do better at this when they're apologizing for something they don't believe in. Uh, Here's the president's (laughs) shot at it. I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia's. So, yeah. Now, if you didn't even make any sense, who among us hasn't not used accidentally on purpose? What wasn't not surely unlikely to be perhaps certainly correctly misconstrued language. Indeed. That's that's what he was saying. Well, thanks for clearing that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, if you kind of dismiss everything else he's ever said on the topic and then gave him the benefit of the doubt you might consider believing he wasn't just trying to get himself out of a hole. But uh, no, uh, today, when he was asked about uh, uh, if he believes Russia is actively trying to, uh, you know, uh, meddle in the 2018, the upcoming election, it was reported he said no. So when the White House had their first press conference in a couple weeks, One of the very first questions to Sarah Huckabee Sanders was indeed, what did the president mean? Because he said he fully supports our intelligence agencies. They are vehement about that. Russia is actively trying to interfere with our upcoming election. They, I think, said red uh, red lights are going off because we are under attack when it comes to this. And so for the president to say that we are not once again contradicts the intelligence communities, his intelligence communities. So Sarah Sanders was asked about that. You know, what did the president mean when he said no, that we are not being under attack? I got a chance to speak with the president after uh, his comments. And the president was said, thank you very much. And was saying no to answering questions. Um, The president and his administration are working very hard to make sure that Russia is unable to meddle in our elections as they have done in the past and as we have stated. So there you go. He was just saying no to more questions. He wasn't answering that question is what the White House is now trying to spin. And just remember, no one has been harder on Russia than this president, Donald Trump. Look, the president has been extremely tough on Russia. And to say anything different is just not true. What? Not true. What? Not Snap true. out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's crazy talk. Yeah, so it, it it goes on and on and on. Well, this story's not over with. No. No. Because many people are asking, it's like, okay, Republican Party. There's still meat on that bone. Yeah, after Charlottesville, you kind of, you know, you you raised a little protest, but then, you know, everything went back to normal. Uh, You know, family separated at the border. You you raise a little protest, and, you know, then you kind of back off, and you you give this president your full support. Now I have this feeling, I just have a feeling. Yeah. That basic uh, Americans of all political stripes, they, you know. They're always going to be hardcore uh, Trump people, but I think by and large, a lot of Americans go, what was that all about? What, what yeah. is this Russia? What are you cozying up to Russians for? When you got more, uh, you got more allegiance to Russia than you do to the United States. What's the deal with that? Well, Jim, now the uh, story's coming out there. The concern is when the president met with Vladimir Putin, it was just the two of them and their two translators. Uh, Vladimir, that was at the request of President Trump, that no other people were there. None of his aides, uh, no one else. Uh, uh, Vladimir Putin took notes. President Trump did not. Mm -hmm. So now the questions are, 
What did he agree to? What was negotiated in this meeting? Oh, you never know. What did he agree to? Uh, and now they're talking about uh, trying to uh, to subpoena the translator on the American side to find out. However, that would go into presidential privilege. But he wants so, to see if he can get a reduction of those interest rates on the oligarchs' uh, loans. Right. Well, it was That's quite exactly. the surprise when the Russian military announced that we now have a new military agreement with the United States and that we are learning about from Soviet sources, from Russian sources, hmm. and the our Defense Department had no comment because they are still trying to figure out and learn what the president actually promised in the meeting. Here's David Gergen talking about the confusion and the worry about when the president meets without, uh, you know, a team of people to kind of keep a record of the meeting. The president insisted early on, and he was the one who made this call and told the Russians, I'd like to have only an interpreter or interpreters in the room, nobody else. The, the fear was that they would strike some sort of secret agreements or agreement on something, and it might involve the president himself, it might involve the military, and now we have the Russians saying there is such a secret agreement that was reached. We have the military spokesman for the Russians coming out and saying there was an agreement reached, and we in the United States, the United States Congress, the United States public, doesn't know anything, and nor does his cabinet uh, and so we're, we're at a loss and because of this you know the secrecy was imposed on it now there's a deep suspicion of secret agreements so I think it's financial I, I do I've, I've always felt that I think he uh, banks would not loan him money he was in uh, financial arrears so to speak and I think he got money from oligarchs and uh, and had to pay an, an exorbitant interest rate what, what what are the loan sharks calling it? Their interest, their what's that? Is it points? Juice? No, I yeah. mean, the, you know, you know, usury rates. They're not going to say. Well, they're not going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll loan you a hundred thousand dollars, and your interest rate's going to be no. The juice is that what it is? Yeah. Are you going to owe us? You know, twenty large. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's large, large. That's, that's thousands. Is that millions? Look at this. Yeah. I don't know. Now, speaking of Putin and Russia, Jim, I know as a fan of the beautiful game, you were watching the World Cup finale. It was. Disrupted for a minute or so because some protesters ran on the field. Mm. Um, Pussy Riot has taken claim to being the disrupting force, mm. and, yeah, yeah. They, uh, and there has been a sentence yeah, for that infraction. Oh, yeah. Members of Russian political activist group Pussy Riot have been sentenced to 15 days in jail after four people ran onto the field during the second half of Sunday's World Cup final. The group claimed responsibility. In addition to the jailing, they have also been banned from attending sports events for three years. Aww. Yeah, so I know, Jim, you didn't appreciate it because you wanted to watch the game, but when you protest, and they have been... Uh, 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 staunch uh, 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 advocate, mm. not advocates, but uh, they've been against Vladimir Putin. I know. I, since I know his, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I know the history of third, uh, pussy, right? Yeah, third uh, uh, rise to power. I believe in, in civil disobedience. Twenty eleven, when, when it's yeah. when it's needed. I didn't. I think it was a stunt. I think there's a big difference between civil disobedience and just a stunt. Come on, it's World Cup. Well, you see, yeah, and and other people will counter. say. Come on, it's the national anthem. Stand up. I don't want you protesting here. You know. It's not like Freedom Riders heading to the South in the early 1960s. Come on. Well, they were standing up for the police state that under Putin. Oh, they were getting out there doing jumping jacks and stuff until they were hauled off. But they had a message. As a matter of fact, their video message of why they were doing it, we have posted 
at realradio.fm. Uh, you click on the Phillips uh, file. Not only did I post that message, I posted an interview with one of the uh, the founding members of the group, uh, uh, just a Q&A session, which is fascinating, and the music video for Make America Great Again. Here's a sample of it. I the, yeah. See, my wife saw the protests and she wanted to know, okay, what are they about? And so started delving into it, and it's yeah. some really interesting stuff. What do you want your world to look like? What do you want it to be? Do you know that the world has two sides and nobody is free? Did your mama come from Mexico? Papa come from Palestine? Sneaking all through Syria, crossing all the borderlines? Let down the people in. Oh, it's kind of snappy. I like this. Yep, it's Make America Great Again. They're a lot better than I thought they would be. There's a big medal for them. No more fat pigs. Burn pigs! <laughs> Russian dissident music. Very good. So here's the deal. Mm. Now, uh, the uh, and they have many different styles. They are punk rock, so a lot of it's harder. But that is uh, uh, just well, the juxtaposition with the images. I applaud them. It's a lot of courage yeah. for you to... Uh, Do it in front of Putin. You know, when you protest here in America, you fr- pretty much think you're going home at night. Maybe you get arrested. Maybe you're going home the next day. I yeah. think they have an advantage, though. They, I mean, they've gotten so much publicity, you know. The the worst thing they yeah. could do is throw them down into the dungeon of the Kremlin, yeah. never to be heard from again. That's that's not to his advantage. Well, their first protest, they were jailed for two, uh, two know, years. Sentenced but for now two years. that they got yeah. some notoriety, nobody's going to take them down there and cut their fingers off. Right. A little more attention works on, on their behalf. But... Uh, some interesting stuff. I was looking at some of their music videos. Some of it you just can't be played on the radio, but some of it's pretty catchy. But they have a message. They have some substance behind them, which I find very interesting. And uh, we have so those vis- videos posted on our website at Real Radio. Well, you can just take care of your Western democracy feelings <laughs> and keep them in Washington <laughs> D.C. Oh, uh, no travel like to far, us. Far as bad oh yeah, yes, okay. right. Thank yeah. you, Natasha. <laughs> You're so they recently mm-hmm. faced a judge, got 15 days in jail for that World Cup stunt. Also, what do you think about that? And what is with name? Yeah. Pussy a riot. <laughs> Naughty girls. And they're stand up, they stand up for women's rights, LGBTQ rights. That's good. Yeah, okay. interesting stuff. Uh, someone else who had to appear before a judge was a man in Miami, Dade. Uh, he was before a judge, and she recognized him. And then it got, uh, you know, it, the guy got a little emotional. This video also posted on our website. Take a listen. Okay, Mr. Booth, I have a question for you. I yes, know. ma'am. Did you go to Nautilus for middle school? Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry good. to see you there. I always wondered what happened to you, sir. Oh, my goodness. So this is a f- middle school. This judge is dealing with uh, a defendant uh-huh. that she went to middle school with. Uh-huh. And then and he, once he connects her and realizes it's, it's her, he, he starts crying there. Uh-huh. But then she, you know, has a few more words for him. This is the nicest kid in middle school. Yeah, 30 years. Oh, my goodness. He was the best kid in middle school. I used to play football with him and all the kids. And look what has happened. I'm so sorry. To oh, my goodness. Oh. Mr. Booth, I hope you were able to change your ways. Good luck to you. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah. No, uh, he, he, was, he got pulled over and uh, robbery uh, and then driving and not, not pulling over. But he finally got pulled over and had to deal with that. And Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, she wished him well and hopes he uh, can lead a lawful life. She goes on to say that you can actually. Oh, she didn't do a naughty, naughty boo boo. No, no, look no. At you, look at me. Not at all. She oh, said, "Judge." She that said, would be cold. I, no. "I think he realized, you know, the the different life, the paths that two different lives take." Really? But uh, no, she was very uh, polite, and uh, mm-hmm. you can see that video at Real Radio. Yeah, I think behind in the chamber, she goes, "Oh boy, that uh-huh. loser." Here's a loser from mm-hmm. the get go. I yeah. bet. <laughs> Uh, let's see what we have here. Jim, you heard it yesterday, or I don't know. If, did you say you watch it? When did you get your TV back? This morning. Oh, you missed it then. Here's Bregman into left center field. Back at the wall and gone. Forget the tie. It's 6-5. Extra innings for the American League to win the all Major League Baseball's All-Star game. Awesome. And they did away a couple years ago with the winning team getting home field advantage. They tried to put a little more uh, weight to the series to give the players something to play for, but uh, they did away with that. Uh, But what they do now is actually pretty interesting because I ended up watching a couple innings and I was actually enjoying the conversation. They had the outfielders mic'd up. And so they'd be interviewing an outfielder during the game. So they have him on one screen and you're watching the game yeah. and they'll they'll talk to him like in between pitches. Yeah, that's fun. You know, and so they were interviewing different players. It was actually pretty neat. But you didn't watch it because you didn't have any TV. No, I was about to say baseball players are usually pretty good interviews. Because baseball, like some other games, are really it's really a kid's game. It's a boy's game. Yeah. It's a little boy's game. And they still have a lot of enthusiasm yeah, for it. Yeah, they do. I mean, football's different. Basketball's different. But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, they, I think they probably clown around with each other more. Just, you know, it's just that attitude, that aura that goes along with baseball. Mm. You don't get that with football so much. You don't? I don't think so. No. Um, baseball but- managers are always more fun to talk to than football coaches. Yeah, yeah. Jim, we have another video posted Uh-oh. at realradio.fm. This went viral, but what's interesting about this video, because it shows, and you've seen it happen, it makes me mad. I, it bugs me when I see people flick cigarette butts out of their window into, you know, on the street into the median, like, hey, that's for someone else to deal with. Right. Yes. It's like, that's your trash. You know, thanks for littering. Uh, and then other people will do it with just large amounts of trash. This woman threw out a fast food bag, you know, put all her stuff in I it and threw that. it out the window. I'm sorry. I, I will trace you down. Well, a woman actually oh, did. what are you going to do? I once picked it up at the red light and gave it back to their window. That's that was. Did the, they take it? They did. They yeah. were shocked that well, I came up to their window. Now I, they'd probably shoot me in this day and a age. Woman, a woman uh, like Moira, maybe a little younger, and a nice oh. gray-haired woman. Uh, she driving a Stanley steamer? No. no. She, she picked up the bag and she gave it back to the person. And well, what's interesting is the video is from the person and then posts it like they're the victim here. Oh, Take what? a listen, yeah. Take it home and put it in your trash. Who do you think's going to pick it up here? Nobody. It just destroys the planet. Destroys oh. the planet. And she just did that and then went on her way. And, then what, <laughs> and so this is the driver who was filming, who was filming, yeah. then, you know, had this to say. Because she was absolutely shocked that the woman would open her door. Just open up my door. Just open up my door. Yes. 
So she then yeah, posts your garbage. Yeah, she posts a video like she was the victim. No. Yes. Totally. The litterer is the victim. Yeah, because no. the woman opened up her door, I so she thought, to... "I'm so wrong. I was wrong. So I'm going to post this video." But she throwing right just trash at the window. Listen, you, you, you just go up to the no. you go up to the uh, front window and, and uh, lift the windshield wiper and put the bag under it. Oh, that's a good. one. I Ooh, like that. That's a good one. If their doors are open, I I guess you could throw it in the back seat, but. Well. I, w- I wouldn't. If you throw something, I hit something. But I mean, you're liable for. Eh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't know. What? Everyone just be cool, bro. Don't throw your trash out. Yeah, well, I mean, you're right. You got to be. You know, people are so weird nowadays, and there's no telling what they'll do. Yeah, someone, How dare you throw my trash back at me? Put it this way: with <laughs> people have been shot for less. You open up their car door. Oh, I'm in fear for my life. Yeah, they'll shoot you. Boom. Well, and then that's their defense. Somebody opened my car door. I don't care what it is. I'd be in fear of my life. Right. I don't but, know what I would do. I wouldn't shoot him because I don't carry a gun in my car. Because I know if I did, you would I'd, shoot him. yeah, I'd shoot him. Mm-hmm. You want to see those videos? You go to realradio.fm, click on shows, the Phillips file, it's there, along with this video from Pussy Riot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, not safe for work. Oh yeah, God! Take, <laughs> take Western nice liberal dem- democratic thinking back to you know where. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> We're a superpower. Want to buy some gas? It's the <laughs> Phillips File. Thank you, Jack. Good job, Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man faked his own murder by shooting himself with a gun that was tied to a weather balloon. Great. That gun is probably in the ocean now. As if we need more fish on fish violence. Next, a man accidentally started a fire in a field when a dog attacked him and he crashed his drone. Sounds like he had a rough day. Finally, bird nest farming has become a big business in Southeast Asia. Apparently, the people there enjoy soup made from bird nests. That's like eating soup made from a house. House soup. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. You don't even have to buy us dinner. In here, it's always 1977, when sex was the way it was meant to be. Empty and meaningless. Call now, toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. These Russians are all over the place. Russian national and gun rights advocate Maria Butchina. Traded sex for a position in a special interest organization. They've what? charged her. They're keeping her in the clink because mm-hmm. she's a flight risk. Yeah, I would say. And they, apparently, uh, she is trying to move higher up in the, or join and move higher up in the National Rifle Association, according to some accounts. They're all over the place. Hmm. Yeah, it's right out of Red Sparrow, I'm telling you. The movie you turned off after 10 minutes? But Gina, it's a terrible movie. Gina used a U.S. citizen who isn't named by prosecutors, but matches the description of political operative Paul Erickson to gain access to an extensive network of Americans in positions to influence political activities in the country, according to prosecutors. Hmm. On at least one occasion, Buccino offered an individual other than this person sex in exchange for a position within a special interest organization and a lot of pundits uh, believe that that special interest organization 
happens to be the National Rifle Association. You are correct. Who passed on, not itself, but through its members, I think, uh, $30 million to the Trump campaign. It's too much Russian stuff. What is with these Russians? Russians, they're everywhere. Russians. Piss ant. Damn Reds. Putin has now demanded the handover of a U.S. ambassador. Whatever. I don't know what that means. Yeah, tell him to take a leap. You know, it's double negative day on the Phillips file. As Richard Nixon said, I am not not a crook. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, how to make the world better? Lab-grown meat coming our way. This is nasty sounding. A Dutch company that presented the world's first lab-grown beef burger five years ago said uh, yesterday it's received funding to pursue its plans to make and sell artificially grown meat to restaurants by the year 2021. Environmentalists, of course, have warned that the world's growing appetite for meat, particularly in emerging economies such as China, is not uh, sustainable because beef, pork, and poultry require far greater resources than plant-based proteins. Cows, in particular, Mm -mm. also produce large amounts of greenhouse gas that contribute to global warming. I talked about this a few weeks ago. This is not just a standard soy burger, all right? Uh, What they've done is they've taken uh, samples of cells from a live animal, mm-hmm. and then those particular cells, from what I what I can follow, and based on my limited amount of uh, knowledge when it comes to biology, those cells are fed with nutrients so that they grow into strands of muscle tissue. And all they have to do, and, then, and that because they can take it apart molecule by molecule, they can put it all back together, sight, Smell everything. You will yes. not know the difference. It'll taste it'll be a, like a steak. It'll yes, yeah. That they make yeah. in a petri dish. Well, somewhere? it might be a fiberglass bone, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, it's nasty. It sounds. What's gross. nasty about it? It sounds gross. I mean, why? It's, it's probably protein. cleaner. Number one, it's it's plant based. Right. It's not. It's not the you know goo. It's it's, a, it, it's not something you squeeze out of a tube. Ew. No, it, it, it looks like a. You steak. will not know the difference it, between Hamburg, and, fork. Hamburg mm. and uh, yes, of course. This is like Star Trek with the replicator. You know, they go to the machine and it and it just it makes whatever makes you it. like. Yeah, Ugh, I don't know. Sounds a little too spacey for me. Like you know, space ice cream and stuff. It's not ice cream. Oh, it's, that's different. That is different. That's freeze dried. Yeah, that's I, different. I, all right. Well, this is Earth meat. Made by Earth people. Exactly. Thank you. You want to help the environment, don't you? I do. All right. Well, this is one way but, you can do it. Yeah. It's like Petri dish chemistry. When this stick. comes along, and it might be five years, 10 years, or whatever, yes. they'll be able to put a hamburger in front of you and a, a hamburger based on this way, and you won't know the difference. Between It'll real taste grumpy. the same, mm. smell the same, look the same, except one will be from a butchered cow, and the other will be from a plant. And it'll taste like meat. Yes. It'll taste like steak or hamburger or whatever it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It won't be it won't be some kind of scent. Just a smell. It's molecules. They, you know, they take it it's... apart and they put it back together again except with uh, plant cells instead of uh, actual uh, muscle tissue cells from a cow. Yeah. You know, it's going to take me a while to warm up to such an idea. I'm sure, but you'll of like a chemistry steak. You're going to eat it, and you're going to like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so but a chemist- chicken's, heart, a no. chicken's heart beats how many times per minute? Uh, uh, 118. 
123. 150. 250. Oh, I was going to be points. part of closest to the pin, the bonus round, but I didn't have time, and then my computer got, blocked, it got stuck, and then Uh-oh. I saw I, had, I forgot all about it. That was better than baseball distance. Yeah, 10 feet. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> One of the questions in the bonus round for Come pin was, what's the distance in feet from third place to home plate in yeah. baseball? He said 10 feet. That's what it was back when we played stickball in Brooklyn over the summer. What? I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. No. In my younger days. No. Yeah. Try sliding into into the fire hydrant and see how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Those places Ping. at the plate were always pretty tough. I think there's a uh, a stickball league here in town. Oh, boy. So there's to... guys from, you know, Staten Island and Brooklyn and Queens. Hey, look at this. I want to play softball. Why? Because I need to find an activity. See, just. Wait, Ru- did your DNA say you're good at softball? Uh, DNA elite says I have athlete. the muscle of an athlete, of an athlete, of a elite power, elite athlete. power athlete. The muscle definition, or something like that. Um, but I need to find a physical activity that I enjoy. Did you throw the word potential in there? Yeah, potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potential. Uh, apex. Bunch of softball. There are leagues all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, yeah. I can enjoy the uh, you know join the gay league. Okay, do you There's have to be league? gay to play? No, no probably you do not. Play. I don't okay. believe so. I know a league you can join. It's not all gay, but there's a lot of gay. That's always fun. Do they? I need none that start before 730. Right. Oh, that could be well, a problem. Well, you may be SOL. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> you're you're so have picky. I'm going to take this call. Here's Lee. Go ahead, Lee. You're on Real Radio. I, uh, I just had a little story about your littering thing you were yeah. talking about. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Place where I used to work. We had it set up to where each department would go out. <clears throat> each department would take a week and go out and clean the parking lot for trash and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. And uh, one day, I, I was the boss, so I'd pick the people to go out. Occasionally, I'd go out with them just to have a cigarette. <laughs> and one day, I was out there walking around, watching everybody, and I looked, and I seen a pile of cigarette butts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looked like it could have been as many as three or four packs. Wow. And I looked at the butts, and I looked at the car next to it, and I looked in the back floorboard, and there's a bunch of empty packs of the same butts. Mm-hmm. So I scooped them up, threw them right on the driver's seat, and uh, went back to work. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. In the next two weeks, Uh-oh. I made this it a point to go good. out and check yeah. to see if it, anybody, if they did it again. They right. never did it again. That's it? I, I, threw, I threw a Two double handfuls of cigarette butts right on the driver's seat. Yeah. And they, only because the window was down. I wasn't a boat in the door. But uh, they never did it again. All right. As far as Good I advice. Know. All right. Mm. I don't even know if they make cars with uh, cigarette uh, they tray, do. ashtrays. Ashtrays? They, they don't. And that's what someone was saying. It's like, have one. oh, if I don't have an ashtray, then I'm flicking my butt out the window. Well, no, you're responsible. You're choosing the smoke. Come Bring on. An ashtray. You can buy an ashtray. Yeah, you can use a. Bottle of water with a little water. Right. Oh, get, a, get, a, get a cup for your, you know. Yeah, well, that couple. way you can close it and it's contained. I, know. I mean, I, I, I See, admit when I was smoking, it was out, you know, like I'm out the window. I, I plead guilty. Right. I, I'm I plead men- guilty. I mentioned that I, ha- I keep my nail clippers in my ashtray, and someone said, How old is your car that you have an ashtray? And it's funny because I, I looked at it old. just the other day. I looked at it, and it, right underneath it says, not an ashtray. <laughs> no. My, my first So I guess it's a one. coin box? Yeah, nobody would. Even when they had ashtrays, nobody would use them. I mean, they were just chintzy little tin things you'd pull out. It's very difficult to put out a cigarette. Yeah. So you just, you know, ping out the window. Mm. I'm not saying 
I agree with you. It's nasty. You're littering. Uh, but uh, when I smoked for a number of years, you know, you did it, right? I did it. Yeah, you I flicked did him it. out the yeah, window. Flick him out the window. Shouldn't, but I did. Especially shame. in a drought shame. situation. Shame, 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 shame on me. Shameful. I'm a bad boy. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. If there's anything wrong with radio, get us on your phone and go anywhere. There are a few exceptions. What up, Orange County? Download the iHeartRadio smartphone app and then search for Real Radio 104.1. Ah, uh, Bill Withers. Bill Withers, a little bit too slow. Yeah, it's yep. a double negative day on the Phillips file. Thanks to the I'm president of the United States now trying to walk back. Can't he? I don't think so. His uh, words from earlier. So we use the standard line of uh, what's a double negative? A double negative. Well, it's a, a bad excuse for making a mistake. But anyway, uh, here's a, an example. Who among us hasn't not used accidentally on purpose what wasn't not surely unlikely to be perhaps certainly correctly misconstrued language? Uh, that constitutes a double negative. Here is uh, Big Rick on Real Radio. We're th- talking about throwing cigarette butts out the window and people... Getting mad about that and throwing trash out. What's going on, Big Rick? Chill, man. How you doing? Doing okay. That's good. That's good. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very much so uh, a lover of the environment, and I try to take care of it as much as possible. Yeah. And uh, one day I'm coming home from the beach. I uh, I was surfing all day, and Mama Dukes was driving me home. And uh, and as I'm going down 520, where I light in this brand new uh, uh, Dodge something or the other, like, the people in front of me roll down the window and just toss this just giant just prey of just ice cream and cheese and yeah. something or the other out on the road. And here I come, only wearing a, a towel, board shorts, and foot flops. And I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four. I was wow. 270 at the time, right? And uh, I go over to the car. And I go up, up. I pick up all the stuff, and I was like, "Pick up your freaking trash!" And I threw it back into the car. Oh my god! Watch ice cream explode all over the windshield, and uh, it served them right. And you felt Damn. good about that? Did you feel good about yeah, that? Yeah. What, what did they say when you? What how'd they react when you did that? Oh, they were scared. Uh, yeah. No, I almost cursed. Uh, but they were scared. <laughs> and, but, yeah. And then they, they they were they were they were mad at me. They were flicking me off, but they were the ones that that littered. So I, I think that they deserved it. You know. Yeah, okay. Well, I understand. You got to be very careful with that kind of stuff. But whatever. you do because people have been shot for less. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. But it burns you up when you see it that. Kind of oh yeah. I saw some road rage happening around me on my drive home last night. Did you really? Oh, oh tell yeah. me. Well, a woman was. How far did you follow them before they flicked you <laughs> off? Actually, there was dual flick-offs, and I wasn't involved. You weren't a flicker? No. Oh, I got to remember to save this stuff on my dashboard camera. Oh, yes. Oh, I got to... Re- you have to save it. Oh, I wish I thought about that. What remember. are you doing with a dashboard camera if yeah, you don't have it on? You can't even have a good time. I, no, it's on, but what it does, oh. it records three minutes, and then it keeps recording. Oh, I got gotcha. Refreshing, if, yeah. If something happens, you you hit save, and it'll save that. What are you waiting video. for, a plane to go down? What's the, what's the deal with that? <laughs> asteroids. Yeah, meteorites. Yeah, asteroids, like aliens, ah. you name it. So uh, anyway, road rage, tell me more. Uh, this woman was trying to get over and didn't see me and, like, kind of swerved, like, swerved over and then, like, stayed in her lane. She yeah, kind of right. veered over yeah. and then straightened out. And I came by. Then she came around me and she was on the side. And then she was going to do it again. Uh-oh. And there was a truck that was there. 
Like, and, and so the, she tried to occupy the same place as the truck, and the truck went back, and he was mad because she kind of <laughs> cut him off. And so he pulls up past her, gets in front of her, you know, and, okay, the truck was wronged, and this woman kind of uh, oh, cut boy. him off, but that's the moment where he is like, okay, they, I, they, they, they didn't do it on purpose. They didn't see you. You were in their blind spot. But then this is the moment where things get escalated. Uh-oh. These are the moments where you have to just let it go. Instead, he go he flicks her off. Uh-oh. Right? And then she gets mad, and then she flicks him off back, so they're waving their fingers back and forth. They got their arms out the window? They do. <laughs> and then she's coming, oh. and there's a turn, mm. at the, like a little exit before the, the, over, the flyover yeah, for yeah, 436. Yeah. And then she realized she wants to be over there, Uh-oh. and so she has to move over, and then yeah, she ends yeah. up cutting someone else off. Oh, my goodness. Bad driver. See, but that moment of rage where the truck driver, yes, he was wrong, but then chooses to flick the person off, cre- amps up the rage. Mm. That person responds with more rage and then almost creates another accident. Who was at fault? Yeah, that initial driver was at fault, but how you react to stuff can That's make on you. it. It can make it worse and more dangerous for the people around you. Here's what you do, all right? It's a classic example of what you do. Yes? So let's say you're in an intersection, right? And uh, you're waiting for the light to change. Okay. Guy comes, he makes a turn, and, you know, they make that turn. gets a little bit, you, you might think, a little bit too close. Oh, whoa. Maybe the window's down. Say, hey, watch it, buddy. And all of a sudden, they stop. So that, was, I cl- was I too close to you? Oh, God, did, did I hit you? Did I hit you? I ought to beat your ass. I ought to get her out and beat your ass. Then you say, okay, <laughs> well, why don't you just park right over there if you want to fight? You you park up right over there, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. And then they, you know, he parks over there, and then the light changes, and you just take off. <laughs> that happened to me you may a couple of years that. ago. Yeah, I I'm going to beat your ass. Was that too close? All right, okay. All right, you want to duke it out? Okay, old man, you want to oh, you want to take me on? All right, park right over there. I'll be right there. Well, if he goes, you know, and he's still drive, sitting there. Oh. And he's still sitting. He might still be sitting there stewing. <laughs> Where is he? He's got to come back. It's one of those guys, you know, with the three teeth and with the All eyes right. spinning around. <laughs> Spin it around. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're just so crazed. They get, I mean, so upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, of course they said it's like, because he came close. No, you didn't hit like, me. Whoa. But it's like, you know, people do that. Hey, buddy, watch it. I didn't yell at him. It was just like, hey. But people he, are stressed out. It's like, uh, the, the, whatever. The normal state of being seems to be stressed. Mm-hmm. Right. So when what? you add on what you see as a personal slight when someone does oh. something in traffic, how you react to that can make it worse or better for you or other people. Never argue with an imbecile that beat you with experience. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's see. Well, they got all these Russians. Uh, that's uh, still in the news. They got Russians all over the place. As a matter of fact, I know the identity of a Russian agent who is currently employed at iHeart Media. No. When the time is right, when Uh-oh. I have all, when I'm, we're ready to make a move. You have all your evidence I will, in line. Uh, I, will yeah. announce who that, I will announce on the air who that person is. I will tell you right now, it is not an on-air person. Aren't you right now cluing them in that their cover is now broken and uh, may, might they just disappear? No, I'm a super secret double agent. Oh, no, okay. double agent? That means you're a Russian too? Aha. Maybe I'm the agent. Oh, boy. But I'm on the air. Whatever. Uh, I'll uh, announce that at the appropriate time. Okay. Let's see what else do we have going on. Elon Musk has apologized to the British cave diver, one of these cave divers who helped rescue all those Indonesian 
uh, kids from that cave, because mm-hmm. Elon Musk called him a predo, I think, which essentially he's calling him a child predator. Right. And uh, when he first uh, made that, uh, tweeted it out, and then I think he followed it up with something else to defend himself with the tweet after he took some heat on it, and now he's apologized. And you know exactly what happened. You know, his lawyers came to him and his bean counters came to him. Number one, bub, you've slandered this guy. You can't just you can't just tweet out blah 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 as a, as a predator, child predator. You're going to get sued and you're going to pay. And you really don't have that much money to you got you got a lot of money out there. Yes. You made a lot of money, but man, you are you. I bet you this guy is up to his eyeballs in debt trying to get all this Tesla's cars out of there. That's a big mishy mash. That's a big mess. Executives are leaving. Investors are worried. Stock prices have uh, plummeted when it comes to Tesla. So they're saying, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What, are you, what, are you gonna, what, are you, what, do you want to pay off $50 million to this guy? Plus all the bad pub- publicity? Yeah. You don't, want, you don't want that because people say, well, I'm not buying a car from uh, somebody who, uh, who engages in that kind of stuff. What are you doing? You know, this is, this is, the, this is, this is the techies who believe that, you know, they're now controlling the world. Right. It's it's Elon Musk who thought he could you know uh, you know uh, uh, supersize a dildo and uh, put a soccer player child soccer player in there and have cave divers haul them out uh, when the cave divers were were essentially saying I'm sorry you know we're we're gonna we've got a lot of experience with this there's certain protocols that we need to follow and uh, with all due respect I think we're gonna pass. On your uh, on your on your dildo rescue device. Oh God! Without saying, you know, and you it probably saying behind closed doors. Do you see that damn thing he came up with? You know, he brings It'll a team over. Fit. He thinks in three days he can invent something. We've been doing this kind of stuff all our lives for decades, and he thinks he can invent some kind of tuna fish can that he can put a kid in and haul him out. Did you see it? That thing would just get locked up so quickly and jammed. And uh, he wanted the publicity, I think. But be that as it may, he's apologized. Talked about artificial meat. Yeah, I still can't wrap my head around it, and I hardly think I would want to eat. You don't have to wrap your head around it. All you have to do is wrap your taste buds around Uh, it. Uh, I don't think I. Here's Eric on Real Radio. Go ahead, Eric. Hey Jim, Uh, long time listener. I love the show. Thank you, sir. Hey, uh, this morning uh, you were talking about road rage. I drive four seventeen from Oviedo up to Sanford back and forth uh, for work, and I saw. the worst road rage I see all the time, and it happened again this morning, it was a slow driver in the left lane. Right. And this guy was going probably 55 miles an hour. Right. And this guy, other guy, is coming up. I look in my mirror. He's going about 80 miles an hour. Mm. And just literally, there was a car in the right lane. I, I thought it was going to turn into an accident. Mm. And, and that, that guy that was going 55 then took after, took after him <laughs> after he had cut him off. Yeah. But it's just ridiculous. Huh? It's just crazy out here. Yeah, you got to have that Zen moment. Uh, you know, I'm not on the road that much, and but I know myself well enough. This is a, a reason I don't keep a weapon in the car because I'm I'm pretty sure I'd probably use it. What? Yeah, I'd. Uh, You'd lose your. But you have to. Composure. You really have to get into. Yeah, you really have to take a deep breath. You know, you get caught up in this guy. What do you think you're doing? And then you just. It's not worth it. It's. Not, I remember talking about this years ago. And I remember the call. Remember the caller said, "Jim, you just got to stay. Just stay in your lane. Take a deep breath. It's just not. It's just not worth it. That's what are, what are you going to get out? What are you going to do? Mm-mm. Run him off the road? Mm-mm. And I was like, a zing and flip, and then burst into flames. And I mean, in your fantasy world, right. 
That's exactly what you would like to have happen. But then you have to take a deep breath, and you're not living in that world. You're living in the real world. Just take a deep breath, you know, and they hit that uh, that curve at uh, Fairbanks. Uh, that'll take care of them. Jim, Oof. we almost had, uh, you, we're talking about road rage. We almost had Chipotle rage. What does that mean? This listener was in line <laughs> at Chipotle in Windermere and was listening to us on the app because they didn't want to miss part of the show yeah. and didn't have headphones. What happened? And so some old guy in line says, turn off Jim Phillips, and then screams MAGA at him. <laughs> <laughs> so our listener they said- a they, burrito at him? He said, no, he just made it louder, and they had a screaming <laughs> match. Ah. <laughs> ha, good for you. Cranky old That's guy. Don't, yeah, don't get don't, shot, sir. Yeah, no, I, don't, uh, I don't see a lot of Trump stickers. I don't see people walking around with MAGA hats on. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! It's time for Jim to rack up another win in closest to the pin. I'm playing against Mike Gilbert is the black up. Black up. Black up. The, the black guy. Excuse oh. me, put an L in there. Gilbert is the <laughs> backup. I'll head to the soundproof booth. What's the prize? It's a pair of tickets to Monster Jam Triple Threat Series. At the Amway Center on August 18th, you can buy your tickets now. Go to realradio.fm keyword events. That's always a fun time. Monster oh, Jam. Well, how do you know they? you've never seen this before? Well, not this one. This is never before seen. But the ones I've been to <laughs> have always well, been a good that's, time. That's when it's in Camping World Stadium. Now, this one is in the arena, so they have a different format with different events. It's going to be really neat. So, yeah, bro. Uh, anyway, that's going to be fun. And we have a player. His name is Mike. Let's get Mike on board. How you doing, Mike? Everybody. Oh, oh no. you, Oh, boy. We're losing your signal. Are you there, buddy? Talk to me, Mike. Over. Yeah, I'm here. Can you okay. hear me? Yep, now yeah, we can. Okay, so listen up. I have a category sent by Brad. Uh, yesterday, um, you know, uh, we were talking about Pink Floyd, and uh, instead of comfortably numb, <laughs> I said comfortably none. <laughs> so Brad wrote a category called comfortably none, uh, and Last it's about time. nuns in pop culture. Oh. All right? Okay. All right, Mike, did you go to Catholic school? I did. Really? What? Cool. Same. High five. <laughs> I was I was all ready to tell you it doesn't matter that, you, but it doesn't matter. So anyway, listen up, Mike. Here we go. We're going to begin your round in three, two, one. I made it a habit to watch Sally Field as Sister Betrill in The Flying Nun. How many seasons for the TV show? Three. Whoopi Goldberg had her act together in Sister Act, a role she reprised in Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, that was released in this year. 1993. Debbie Reynolds played Sister Anne, scooting around the town, singing her popular lilts in The Singing Nun. Sadly, she passed away in 2016. How old was she? 88. Jane Fonda, and Bancroft, and Meg Tilly shared the intriguing story of belief, truth, and perception in Agnes of God. In what year was that film released? 1966. It was Father O'Malley, not Father O'Diddle, 
and Sister Benedict, who secured a new building for their school in the Bells of St. Mary. It starred Bing Crosby and Ingrid Bergman. How many Oscars for Ingrid? Three. Time. Great job. Put you on hold. Mike, and we're going to bring Jim back in. What do you know? He went to Catholic school. What? Same. Oh, that's right. You did too, Pinky. RK, a black listener. Yes. Wants to be the designated black up for the Phillips file. Uh-huh. Sounds like a black exploitation film. <laughs> we need black up. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're playing against Mike. I'm recording his time right uh-huh. now. The category is based on the category we did yesterday. Um, and yesterday I misspoke, and for Pink Floyd, I called it comfortably none <laughs> instead of comfortably numb mm. uh, because it was all about hellos. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I had to repeat the gaff for you because the one thing I get good at is repeating my gaffs. Fumfering twice. That's good. <laughs> yes. And so uh, Brad sent in the category called comfortably none. Nuns in pop culture. Okay, category about nuns. Jim, did you go to Catholic school? I did not, but I knew plenty of people who did. You ready to go? And uh, when I was a boy, I remember the nuns. Uh, I mean, were, were they mean? Well, you always heard story about uh, stories about uh, the nuns at Catholic school, but at that time they all wore habits too—the long black and the mm-hmm. thing and the whatever—and always gave them a wide berth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ready to go? Sure. Why not? In three, two, one. I made it a habit to watch Sally Field as Sister Betrill in The Flying Nun. How many seasons for the TV show? Four. Whoopi Goldberg had her act together in Sister Act, a role she reprised in Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. That was released in this year. 1992. Debbie Reynolds played Sister Anne, scooting around the town, singing her popular lilts in The Singing Nun. Sadly, she passed away in 2016. How old was she? Uh, 82, 81. Jane Fonda, Anne Bancroft, and Meg Tilly shared the intriguing story of belief, truth, and perception in Agnes of God. In what year was that film released? 2002. It was Father O'Malley, not Father O'Diddle, and Sister Benedict, who secured a new building for their school in The Bells of St. Mary. It starred Bing Crosby and Ingrid Bergman. How many Oscars for Ingrid? Three. Nice. Excellent. Wow. Well, I, I have you your time. You do have a good chance, but Jim, I am going to add five seconds to your time. Whoa, that is your handicap. Maybe not then. Okay. Ooh. Ooh bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, playing yeah. against Mike. All right. Good luck, Mike. You'll need Com- it. Comfortably none. Thanks to Brad <laughs> for the category. Yeah. We already have t- tomorrow's category sent to us by Jim the Mailman, so we are locked and loaded and ready to go. But first, let's see who wins this round. Sister Betrill, played by Sally Field in The Flying Nun. That was a show I would only see if I was home from school on a sick day. How many seasons for this TV show? Mike said three. Jim said four. On the money. Mm-mm. Three. Oh, Double points God. for Mike. Big fan, huh, Mike? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Singing Nun. That was yeah. a good time. Patty, <laughs> Patty Duke was the origi- uh, yeah, yeah. original first choice for the role. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Went to Sally Field. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, she was in Sister Act, but Sister Act 2. Two. Mm-hmm. What year for that? Mike said. 93. Jim. Jim one under him at 92. Oh. On the money. 1990. 
Three. Again. Mike, Double four ball. nothing. Oh, I'm He's going down man. in flames. Jim, right before the game, I I told him the category comfortably none. I go, you didn't go to Catholic school, did you? He goes, yep. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the nun thing. Oh, no. Come on, Jim. Come on. You're known for your comeback. Come on, yeah, baby. Come on. Let's do it. You can do it. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds died a day after the death of her daughter, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. How old was, uh, and by the way, Debbie Reynolds was in The Singing Nun. Yeah. That's that's the connection to the category. Okay. Low on this. How old for Debbie Reynolds? Mike said? 88. Yeah, that's better. Jim? 81. The answer? Somewhere in between. <laughs> 84. Jim is closer. That's right. Oh, Jim baby. gets the point. Two to go. It's four to one. Yes, sir. Oh, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to get one in the money, right? Yeah. You get, yeah, at least I, one. I predict on. you will. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, Jane God. Fonda, Anne Bancroft, and Meg Tilly, they were in Agnes of God together. It's a good movie. Yeah, what year was that one? What does it say about it? Well, they call it when they bleed from the uh, from their palms. Stigmata. Thank points. you. I'll give you points on that. Thank you. On the back end? People went to Catholic mm-hmm. school, too. The I mean, Broadway Pink stage Pink production Pink, of Agnes Pink of Pink God. Yeah. yeah. Stigmata. The Broadway stage production of Agnes of God, nominated for two Tony Awards. However, the movie, what year was it released? Mike said. Get it, get it. 66. Jim. 02. That was Mike's, like, kind of driving to the ditch there. It was 1985. Jim gets this. Yeah, wait, 17, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. The score? 4 to 2. If you get this last one on the money, you go to time. Come on, Jim. Oh, jeez. Well, the tension, you know, I'm talking oh, about the no, anxiety. I, I tell you, bro. Oh, boy. The eighty. Fingers are slipping all across oh, that accordion. Oh, I tell you, I can't even hit the right note. Well, God damn it, I can't even squeeze the damn oh, thing. Oh, no, you sure can't. And can. the accordion, too. Okay, Jim, here you go. <laughs> Father O'Malley, Sister Benedict, yeah, the Bells of St. Mary's. I watched that a couple years ago. Come on, Jim. How many Oscars for Ingrid Bergman? Jim, you need this on the money. Right. On the money to tie it up. To tie money. it up. To right. tie it up. Jim, what Jim. did Jim say, Mo? Jim said Ingrid Bergman won three. And she go. did win three Oscars, Jim. Double points. However, that's what also did Mike what, say? That's also what Mike said. Oh, he, oh, oh, man. oh Mike. He wins 6-4. Oh, oh, good job, lose. Mike. <laughs> You're one of the few who can take me down. Thanks Damn for it. playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades. Oh, my God. Closest to the pin. Oh, my You God. needed one on the money, and you got it, boss. Oh, the horror. Unfortunately, not in time. The horror. The horror. Yeah, I, was, I go, Mike, you didn't go to Catholic school. He's like, yeah. Horror, the horror. The horror. Horror. And then Mike nailed three of them on the money. Mm-hmm. Look at him go. Very good. Okay, we'll take a little break and uh, get the news, the current events, because we need to talk with Scott Maxwell, writes the ticking names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Switch it over. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A porn star that has been diagnosed with terminal cancer is now running a crowdfunding campaign to get a penis-shaped coffin for his funeral. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Or something. Next. A man in California stole a fire truck and led cops on a two-hour-long chase. His neighbors are quoted as shouting, Hey Steve, where's the fire? Finally, some homeowners watched someone try to break into their house on their doorbell camera while they were out of town. Just like Jack does with his family. What? Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog at realradio.fm Head there to see a litter bug get their come up ins And transmission. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell.
Phillips file for a Wednesday. Every Wednesday at this time, we talk with Scott Maxwell, who writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We talk about what he's writing about, what he's thinking about. Please welcome Scott Maxwell back to the program. Hello, Mr. Maxwell. Good afternoon, Jim. It is, it is a pleasure uh, to talk with you <laughs> in person since I see less of you on Twitter these days. I love Twitter. That's what I heard. I gave not, it up. Not on Facebook either. No, nope. Facebook. I knew about Facebook, but that was the first step. Now you're off. And I got to tell you, I miss you because uh, sometimes I just log on and then it's just there's sun's out, guns out, Jim's going at it with whale butt 123. And I kind of miss that. I'm pretty good, though. I mean, my tweets are pretty damn good. I was always disappointed oh, I didn't have more followers, but. You know, more likes, but that's what it's all about. Oh, you, just you know, feeding that dopamine oh. in your brain. And I get 15 likes on that. I should have 22. So. Scott, you can still find him at Snappy Jim on Snapchat. So, oh, really? He's snapping now. You yeah. want to get your story out there. I'm not doing any of that kind of Institute. stuff. I was starting to get in. I was, I was, you know, when it's midnight and you're laying in bed looking for, yeah, yeah, looking yeah, for yeah, fights. Yeah. Looking yeah. for, you know, to fight somebody, you know, with uh, tweet against tweet, so to speak. I said, this is ridiculous. I've got to stop it. And I'll be oh, honest yeah, with and, you. And, and you, you like, you, maybe you, you go to bed, and the last thing you're thinking about is, uh, you yeah. know, Hollow Point 421's uh, right. one that says your ass is too big. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like that's it. the last thing I'm thinking about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I mean, in, in all reality, it's just, I, I feel much better about it. Got more time to read. I don't think about it. I said, oh, geez, I'm going to respond. I got a five. I was starting to get into pissing matches with the news junkie. I mean, that's a true story, that too. That was the final I, story. It wasn't an argument. It wasn't a debate. He, but he tweets something out, and then I say, well, you might want to consider. And I hate, I just hate and always have when people at radio stations get in fights with one another or people at radio stations get in fights with other radio stations. I just dislike that. And I said, you couldn't this, help yourself. This though, has got to stop. And you're like, he's under my banner. And I got to, I got to, I got to set him gotta, straight. Mm-hmm. I yeah. got to get some but more you, information. It's a different tone than you did with other people. I saw some of it, but I'll tell you what, I'll yeah. hold down Twitter for you for, uh, for a while. Now it's, it's over and done with. I do okay. believe. Let me get to a couple of things. Of course, your column today is about interstate four, uh, you guys at the Sentinel, the reporters came up with the story last week or the week before about its uh, cost overruns. It's going to take longer to complete. Is anybody really surprised at that? I'm not. I mean, usually these big projects, they're always cost. It always costs more, and it always takes yeah, longer. Sure. No, I don't think people expected a whole lot. Um, uh, I think the, one of the points I was trying to uh, seize upon, though, is uh, this project is unlike any other road project we've done in that it is not run by the government. This is uh, – if uh, you think you want to uh, you know, run the government like a business and the private companies do everything better, well, then this is your wet dream made of asphalt, my friend, because this is $2.2 billion worth of concrete and rebar that is all being run by a Swedish-led consortium That's with right. Tokyo money. So, yeah, it's a private thing. And one of the deals with turning it all over to them was supposed to be that they paid the cost overruns. So – but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case anymore. Well, who's going to pay cost overruns? I don't know, Jim. That's a great question. I got about a handful of releases from the Florida Department of Transportation when they were selling us uh, this on 2014 that said, wonderful news, the benefits of a public-private partnership is they're going to pay all the cost overruns. These things didn't leave wiggle room. They weren't confusing. It said they're going to pay them. Now they're saying, well, they might be able to file a claim. They might. They, we might have to pay some. Taxpayers might be on the hook for a little bit. 
Does anybody really think that this will alleviate traffic concern? I, my, I've always said, build a road, the road fills with traffic in Central Florida. That's just the way that it is. Uh, you build a road, and uh, development uh, will will grow up around it. I, I don't think there's any question about it, and I don't I don't know what's going to happen with. Geez, the thing is gigantic, though. So it's a big it, road. It's, it's massive. Like, like I say, you say two point three billion, and you go on. I mean, that's just a you know what ton of money. So what's what's going to happen when this is all done? If it works as it should, there there will absolutely be benefits. It's going to be smoothed out generally. You know, right yeah. now we got some curves. You 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 all I think were popularized the Fairbanks curve. Sure, or, of course. Uh, for you, you've had these curves that were too uh, too too much of a degree, too much of an angle. We had ups and downs, and and they were dangerous. And I four has been named repeatedly the deadliest highway in America. And I think I had in my column today claiming a, a life every twelve days. I mean that's that's not an accident. That's somebody dying every twelve days on this highway. So it's going to be a smoother ride. But what people, if you think that all of a sudden when this is done, you're going to be able to zip from Fern Park down to the down to the Kissimmee without paying anything, you're, you're living a, a dream because the, the major point of this project is to add toll lanes. And uh, they are going to be toll lanes that are as much as $14 one way, one way for this 20-mile uh, stretch of road uh, when traffic is heavy. And, uh, and, and then you'll also have the free lanes. But the thing that I've tried to stress from the get-go for years now is that the, I mentioned a private company, a private consortium, bid for the right to do this, to, to run this project. The only way this consortium gets all its money back is through tolls. And if you just – you don't have to think about that very long, but if you think about it for a minute, what that means, there is no incentive for people to pay tolls if the fr- free lanes are easy going. Why would you pay $14? Why would you pay $3? Why would you pay anything? They know, as you said, that there's no that traffic will always fill this thing up so right. the other lanes are going to remain jammed much of the time. You will just have an option and so, the option to pay. So if you're running from let's say Deland where you live to your work at Disney, you could be paying what? $28 a day? 14 each way. Yeah, $28 a day. Mhm. Nobody yeah. could do Actually, that. For some reason, it was the last numbers I looked at were fourteen one way and thirteen the other, so twenty seven dollars uh, a day. Now, keep in mind the average wage here is like ten dollars an hour. Yeah. So you're gonna have to work to lunch to pay off your tolls. <laughs> uh, oh my word. Uh, yeah, now it shouldn't be that way all the time. Uh, but in, in Miami, where they've tried these things out, it was a mess in a lot of cases because uh, what they found was uh, they couldn't jack them up high enough to keep people out, and they were slowing down uh, because people were, were going to – which is, shows, A, people are willing to pay, but it means your toll keeps going higher, uh, and, and they haven't been able to find and – it, and it was still jammed, and both sides were still jammed. So like you said, you build it, they will come. Despite the mess, I am fascinated with the construction. I mean, uh, to be able to, you know, I don't know how they yeah. do it. I don't, I don't, I still don't understand it. People say, well, there's computer programs out there, but you know, somebody's got to sit down and say, guess what? It's going to go here. It's going to go there. You need the dump truck over there. You need the grader here, but it's got to be over there by two o'clock. And then we need a gigantic crane mm-hmm. over. I, I really don't get it. I, I, I find it amazing despite all the problems, of course. And uh, you take your life in your hands because it seems every day they change the lanes just a couple of feet. And you zig and, and, and you zag and you're saying, part. stay in your lane, stay in your lane, stay over there. <laughs> it's, 
It's very it's white hard. knuckle driving. It is you, white you knuckle. You hold on for dear life as you go down that <laughs> thing, and you got you got about six inches on each side. And you're kind of making eye contact. You can reach out and pick the nose of the guy in the Volvo next to you, and you're going, "Please, we just got to get through this together. I just got to get to a Popka Vineland, and then I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna leave you alone." But the, but the problem with that the, that we were writing about <laughs> is that people are getting their cars beat the hell yeah. off uh, while they're driving. Think we got we got. Chunks of concrete. Uh, there was one guy who lost two windshields. I, I got a flat tire off of that mess. Oh no! Yeah, and so uh, you got uh, stuff on, and and uh, they're not paying any of the claims. For, I shouldn't say any. They're they're paying fifteen percent of the claims. That was the thing, Kevin. Spear. And by the way, they were hiding all of this also until the Sentinel asked and got another uh, uh, county official. I'll give, give give old Bob Delari up in Seminole County credit for getting these public records out of here. But but when people are getting their cars damaged, this uh, this consortium. Sky for Mobility Partners that people say I was driving right down I-4 and all of a sudden there's an orange barrel in the middle and it, it took off the grill and they go, prove it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you mean prove it? What? They say, did you get a picture? They go, it's like a stampede. I'd have my ass run over if I got out of the car to take a picture. Oh, well, sorry, we can't pay you then. This yeah. is why I have a dashboard camera. Uh -huh. Yeah, actually, Jack, you're That's right. It's not a bad idea. Funny you for that. You are right that you would have that. Well, you Jack, should have seen that orange barrel, barrel heading your way. Anyways, yeah, it is white knuckle. I get, I get on at uh, at Fairbanks onto I four. Yes. I mean, you got to be like an F fourteen on an on an aircraft carrier on that entrance ramp. You just have to shoot out there and and then glide over to the left as quickly yeah. as possible. Otherwise, you run out of room, and before you know it, you're on Lee yeah. Road. Mm -hmm. It's uh. It's, and and it does shift. It's it's like a dance move out there. I mean, it just goes right to your left if you're not paying attention. And uh, and I think if if somebody crashes, you just sort of wish them, you know, Godspeed, and you you keep <laughs> yeah, on yeah, just keep moving right along. Let me talk to you. Let me ask you about Harriet Lake. Now I know you wrote a column about Harriet Lake, mm -hmm. but my sources tell me there wasn't a great turnout for her funeral last Friday. And uh, when I heard this, I said, "You got to be kidding me!" Because I expected hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not. A thousand or more people to show up for her uh, for her services, but my sources tell me not so many. What is, what's going on there? Uh, you are catching me a little bit off, uh, unprepared to answer this, but I was, uh, I did hear a bit about this yesterday, and I think uh, Mo can help out here. I believe in the Jewish tradition, you need to bury, uh, be buried quickly, right, Mo? Right, that is correct. You are absolutely right. Um, and so, and it's, it's, so she had to be buried before Friday at sunset. So she was buried at 11 a.m. So the Goyim, uh, uh, you know, you know, she's like, you okay, we'll, we'll get them buried in a week or so. And, uh, you know, unaware uh, as, the, as, you know, they should that, mm -hmm. hey, guess what? We're going to get these people on the ground pretty quick. So, I don't know if it was that. I, 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 Sorry. Are you are you intimating that because um, she was buried so quickly, people couldn't change their schedule enough to show up? Yeah, they're no, in North Carolina uh, on vacation. What I understood, and I haven't. The reason I'm hesitating is I haven't heard this from their family, but I just sort of heard around from people and know that the plan was, hey, we don't have time to plan the kind of fitting uh, service that she is befitting of her yes. uh, before she needs to be buried. So we're going to do this, and it's going to mainly be for family and friends, and then later there's going to be a bigger yeah, okay. to her. All right. Well, whatever she so, deserves it, her family deserves it. I mean. God Almighty! I mean the, the 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 contributions that she made to this community over the years. Oh, yeah. I mean, my goodness gracious! And what? she was she was funny. I mean, I, I, Jim, I don't. Did you share with uh, 
uh, your your uh, colleagues on the show uh, when I was going through my memories. One one of my favorite things that Harriet sponsored, and, and this woman sponsored things like you know five million dollars to the ballet. She right. donated to the opera. It's the highest culture, but she also. Uh, sponsored the bare ass naked guys at the headdress ball Absolutely. every year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of my uh, pictures when I was going through my memories is yours truly, Jim Phillips, uh, stuffing a dollar bill in a guy's G-string. It wasn't a fa- it wasn't a dollar bill. I'm not that cheap. <laughs> God Almighty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dollar bill. So. She was all over the place, and uh, and and it was it was a uh, she did a, a lot of good things uh, for a lot of people, but she was also she was dogging them, uh, you know, if they weren't spending the money wisely, and that's uh, more power to her. And, I, and I, I I don't know, did I tell you the story? Because if you have one second, the story sure. how she found out she had her money was was wonderful. That's a great it story. The, yep, it, I put it in the column. But she's from old. I mean, she's old school. She went through World War II. She was in the Marines. Uh, she did, she didn't get involved with the family's money, and her her husband High made just a ton, uh, buying up uh, hundreds and hundreds of acres. I actually think it's square miles of land uh, down in South Orlando. But she never looked at it. I mean, literally in forty years of having going to the bank, she never once walked into the branch. And her husband got Alzheimer's, and one day he comes home and he says, "Harriet, we're broke." And she goes, oh, my God, this is awful. I always thought we had plenty of money. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to go down to the bank and get things straight. And she walks in, and she says, how much money do we have left? I need to you know, stretch it out as far as I can. And they say, oh, Miss Lake, I, I think you misunderstand. And they showed her the number. And the response she had, which she shared with me and others, was to say, good God, when she saw the number, I'm thinking it's, I don't know for sure, tens of millions of dollars. I would say uh, her response was, good Lord, nobody has any business having that much money. I have to start giving it all away. And that's what she did for the rest of her life. She sure did. Yeah. So, I asked her a couple of times, but she wouldn't. Want to give you money? Yeah, just what for do you, the, you don't need any money. Just he wanted to be her houseboy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got, think that could have been. actually she sent her a note. I would that. kid with her back, uh, you know, when we had, we, we didn't have a close relationship, but she knew who I was, and you know, I'd kid her sometimes, and I say, "Come on, let's come on. I got to play. And I, I yeah. got to play some Barbados, okay? Uh, you bring the money, I'll bring the condoms." And she'd laugh oh, and laugh God. and laugh and laugh. I yeah, mean, yeah, she yeah. got it. She wasn't embarrassed. No, she. You know, she could be as ribald as. As, as anyone, she was a, she was a great lady. So yeah, no, she, and she was she could drop some profanity in a yeah. way that uh, was funny. You know, if you and I do it, we just need to get our mouths washed out with soap. But she did it funny. Yeah, exactly. What's coming up in the next column? So another one that I know is near, uh, near and dear to your heart, uh, school start times, yep. like a dog with a bone on this, like a rabbit, Cujo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, these for three years, they've been yapping and talking in Orange County about doing something, didn't do anything. Finally, we've got uh, elections coming up, so I decided to grill all the new candidates uh, and see who's uh, in favor of putting start times where every researcher, every pediatrician, the Centers for Disease Control say they should be around 8 o'clock uh, in the morning. Okay, so. we'll see what they have to say. Hey, thanks for joining yes, us. Good job. My Thank you very much. Yes. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We'll take that break, of course. Stay with us. Shot Doctor and Casting Call Upcoming, plus the five-minute professor on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will do everything. Yeah. Alexa, can you take the dog for a walk? Ha, ha, ha. No way in hell. But until then, tell her to play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Playing Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Put up style for a Wednesday. 
Time right now for uh, Shot Doctor Casting Call. Shot Doctor, our colleague from our sister station. What is it again, Shot Doctor? It'd be FM 96.9 The Game, Orlando Sports Leader. Okay, very well. What was the big sports story today? SEC Media Days dominated. We had sound bites today from Nick Saban, who spoke to media today, among others. And um, Dan Mullen, of course, spoke to media yesterday. Our own Mike Bianchi, our morning show host, yeah. and also Sentinel uh, columnist, is live there. And Mike will have reports tomorrow morning again. Is he sleeping? The- I don't think he ever sleeps. He's very prolific uh, when, uh, I mean, he puts out a lot of material. He does. I fired him from this. Pro- I didn't oh. fire him. I kind of let him. I mean, I didn't let him go. It just kind of. I did. It just kind of, it didn't work out. I understand. But Mike. Uh, he knows his a, stuff. He's got yes, an he opinion does. and uh, more power to him. I don't know how. I mean, he he fills the paper. He's got the show. He's got this, that. He got the, I know. Yeah, the Mikey's the other day or whatever they call him. And, yeah, uh, you know how powerful Mike Bianchi is? He invited Steve Spurrier. To come to the Mikey's, which was last oh, Wednesday. powerful in sports. Yeah. Powerful. And Ow. Steve Spurrier, at 5 o'clock, was in attendance and sat and had a great time. What? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got, uh, you know, it was Bianchi who I think said one time the purpose, you know, of what he does is to stab the wounded. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? You take the wounded and you just, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you got the last, you always have the last word. When it comes to these sports guys, it doesn't matter, you know, how much they might want to fight back. You always have the last word, whether it's you or whether it's Bianchi or but Mike is Jerry. In, Mike is in Atlanta. Yeah, at the at the at the SEC media days, he'll have more updates tomorrow morning on 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 the open mic six to nine with Kravitz and the guys. Uh-huh. I'm surprised I didn't get one of those awards. What? Why would you get an award for the? Maybe the only guy that ever fired him. Oh, pretty good award, huh? I never thought about that. It's pretty good. I didn't fire him. It just, it just wasn't a it just wasn't a happy marriage. It wasn't a good yeah. Now nah, he knew it and I knew it, but it was somebody else's idea. Hey, why don't you two of you get together? Well, you have to understand because he could really use the publicity, and I understand that. I got it. I said help out. It's a you know part of the you know it's part of the company. I get it, and it it just it just wasn't a good meld. Well, it's mm-hmm. two very I thought his voice annoying. It's two very <laughs> seriously very strong willed guys. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I think that uh-huh. was it too. Two very be. really big time type A personalities. Yeah, I think so. I, I think you're right. Those That'll together, never sit well with you. Yeah. Put those two together, they both want to get in the last word. Something always gives. Yeah. I figured that out. I've been here a long time. I figured that one out. Yeah. You did. Anyway, so we've got a shot doctor casting call. I take a movie, then a scene from the movie, and in this particular case, it's shot doctor Mr. Pinkman who will be acting it out. Listen to the scene. And uh, text us at Real Mobile 77031 if you can identify the movie. And do we have any uh, background music for this? Did we find something? No? I would say that's it. Judging by the... I asked him. Uh, well, I hear I heard you. Uh, so we need to find some background music. Oh, we have the background music. I, I'll tell I, you what. I think he has the music. He's just not sure if it's the best music for the scene, but... I think he's ready to oh, let can it Can I hear fly. a little bit of it first uh, before? Th- oh, absolutely. Sure, definitely. absolutely. 100% he's oh, just, sir. He's, sample, he's waiting maybe. for the ad to stop playing. Little sample. Oh, nice. Oh, this is not going to work. Why not? See, I told you he was nervous about it. <laughs> this doesn't work at all. Okay, he's he had a backup plan. I don't want you to think That's he came up prepared. That's much more upbeat. As a matter of fact... He had a, he picked out about three songs. Oh, I sure did. Yeah, you ready to hear the next, next one? Guns and yeah. Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. 
Oh my God! Oh my! It sounds like an old steakhouse or something. I don't know what that is. Yeah, mm. an old don't, steakhouse. Don't touch the plate. It's very hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Don't touch oh, the plate. It's coming. And here, here is right, you got one more chance. Here's the third oh, one. He, here's the go. third one he picked. He really here's the country like club one. Here yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is oh. this is gonna be Blue it. Upbeat, your pinky. This upbeat. is definitely gonna be it. Oh. Oh my God, Almighty! Yeah. That's not what I know. I don't think that's what Jim had in mind. Oh, this is the one I meant to play. Okay, Sorry. Here we yeah, go. He hit the wrong one. No. Well, all right, use that. That's fine. Okay, Just use that music. Fine. It doesn't fit the scene what? at all. I thought it did. No. no would you no, rather no. silence? Oh, no, I need some background. Would you rather me play Pussy Riot again? No, oh, I'd rather okay. not hear that. All right, Shot Doctor, are you ready? Shot Doctor. Yeah, I'm hello. ready. Are you all awake? Right. I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I think he was a bit shocked at the name of the band. All right, we got the scene quiet <laughs> on the set. Please, we got the music going. That's fine. We got the camera rolling. All the uh, lights are absolutely perfect. Cables are set aside. People quiet on the set, please. Assistant director, action. How, how do they walk in these things? Huh? How do they keep their balance? Must be the way the weight is distributed. Now, come on. Man, it is so drafty. They must be catching colds all the time. Will you quit stalling? We're going to miss the train. I feel naked. I feel like everybody's staring at me. With those legs? Are you crazy? Now, come on. It's no use. We're not going to get away with it, Joe. My name is Josephine, and this was your idea in the first place. Cut. Perfect. I liked it. The music was lousy, but the dialogue was good. It was. This is noir. Do you want to do it one more time? It's a short scene. All right. Want to try it again? Same yes. characters. You want to switch the switch? roles? Yeah, or... let's switch. You want to switch? Give me one uh, second. I, I gotta go. I gotta do this in my mind. And now let's just do the same thing. I'll, I'll switch. I can uh, do it. I can do it, Jim. I promise. I'll switch. I'll make all it right, work. Okay. He I'll knows make, what I'll to ma- do. I'll make it work. Ready? Music up, please. Music up. Up. Music. There it is. Ready. Action. How do they walk in these things, huh? How do they keep their balance? Must be the way the weight is distributed. Now, come on! It is so drafty. They must be catching colds all the time. Will you quit stalling? We're going to miss the team. I feel naked. Train. (laughs) See, that's what happens. Miss the team? You got a Jimmy. You got a Jimmy right in your life. You got a Jimmy that's going to be awarded to you. Shot. And then, boom, you throw it all you right out the window. Gave it away. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to go back Try to the it. original, your original your characters, original please. Yep. One more time. It's a short scene. Music up. Up. There we go. Action. Action. How do they walk in these things? Huh? How do they keep their balance? Must be the way the weight is distributed. Now, come on. Man, it is so drafty. They must, they must be catching goals all the time. You're in a man, 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 man. Yeah, man, 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 man. You're throwing things in there. They don't belong in there. I knew we should have stopped in the first one. I think so. When I nailed it. I think. I'm going to do it again. Yeah, please. One more time. All right. The guesses are coming in. It's short. I got time. Ready? Action. How do they walk in these things, huh? How do they keep their balance? Must be the way the weight is distributed. Now, come on. Man, it is so drafty. They must be catching colds all the time. Well, you quit stalling. We're going to miss the train. I feel naked. I feel like everyone's staring at me. With those legs? Are you crazy? Now, come on. It's no use. We're not going to get away with this, Joe. <sighs> My name is Josephine, and this was your idea in the first place. Cut. Save the, fr- the, the first, first one. Th- the fir- we're going to save the first one. Some fun for We're not going to do it again. The first one was great. Was it Spaceballs? No. Yes. Joe Dirt? I'm sorry. That's incorrect. To Wang Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. <laughs> a little bit closer. All Dogs Go to Heaven? Mm-mm. 
Uh, let's see, Home Alone, no, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, eh. Man- Manchurian no. Candidate. All Manchurian bits go to heaven. And, and then many guesses <laughs> for Some Like It Shot. Oh, excellent. <laughs> you were the great Jack, Jack Lemon. Lemon. Mm-hmm. And I thought your a- Tony Curtis was very good, by the way, Pim. Oh, thank you. thought I, it was very, very good. I Not too angry? No. Uh-uh, not a little frustrated sounding. Not frustrated. Right. So he's yeah. very assertive in this I've, in this scene. I've never seen the movie Some Like It Hot. Oh, oh with the great Joey e. Brown. Yeah, but I do have Turner Classic movies, so there's a, there's a chance I might stumble on it. I one. think it's a good that's Sunday a afternoon. Yeah. It's like okay, here it is. I got an opportunity. Nothing else is happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> black and white, I think, isn't it? Channel yes. yeah, it's black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah. Black it's, and it's a black and white movie. Yeah. Nah, nah, black and white. Yeah, yeah. Pompano, yeah, in a bag. Edward Pompano. G. Robinson. Someone guess some like it, Fumford. No. <laughs> Doctor shot vodka. No. How was your vacation? I didn't oh, uh, get MLB. you. You went on your uh, major league uh, baseball games, vacation. Four games. In Chicago. Four days. Where else? Game one in Milwaukee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Game two at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Game three in Washington D.C. Game four in Washington D.C. Also. Very good. You have a good time. Fantastic time. Four games, four days. Had you ever been to those cities before? Yes, yeah, I've been to all those cities before. Chicago's oh. a great town. I wish we could have stayed there a little bit longer, but it, but we got there yeah. on a Friday morning yeah. and left there about 24 hours later. Oh, you know wow. any girls at the bar? This was a baseball vacation. How many guys? There, there were three guys, three different rooms. Everybody had their own room. Yeah. Three this including was, you, not three, three including three you. Three including me. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. There was no buffoonery with drinking or bars or things like that. Oh, okay. All baseball stuff. No the troubles. club hopping. Wait, so no, nothing like that. Everybody was in charge of something else. Yeah, we had. How did one, that work? Worked out really good. One guy in charge of ground transportation. That's smart. And, That's good. Uh, and and hotels. One yes. guy in charge of air flights. Or you in and charge baseball of? tickets. I was in charge of selecting restaurants. Ah, that's your up your alley. That's what perfect. was the best restaurant you went to? Listen to some Probably of these places. Probably Friday after the Cubs game. Yeah. Lou Malnati's deep dish pizza. Oh, oh Chicago yeah. pizza uh, in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good Before for you. the game, it was Al's Red Hot Italian Beef. Oh, what? At the park, what was the best food you had? Any any of the parks? What was Did the you best? Eat anything food? at the ballpark? Yeah. Or you just do the standard, you know, peanuts, popcorn, and hot dogs. A lot of peanuts, brats in Milwaukee, standard hot dog stuff. Nothing big. Yeah. Most of the eating was done at the restaurants. Did like, you do research on uh, the different cities and the best places to check like salted out. peanuts or no salt? Unsalted, preferably. Yeah. Do you like boiled peanuts? Not really. Just but, asking. But I had a great time at okay, um, good. AJ Bombers in Milwaukee. What was that? Burgers, fries, and cheese curds. Oh, oh Wisconsin cool. cheese curds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good for you. Right. I'm going on vacation again in five weeks. Five weeks from Thursday. <laughs> another wow, MLB. you are really, you can do another baseball thing? No, this one's Seattle. Oh. Yeah, family Got out a there. girl out there? No, so my nephew's getting married. Oh, okay. Oh, see. oh yeah, how that goes. And he has. So four, it's a great way. Weddings are great ways to meet girls. Oh, yeah. He has four days of food. <laughs> yeah, the girls come in. They're footloose and fancy free, right? They're never oh, going to yeah. see you again. They're looking for a good time. Yeah, bro. You're looking for a good time. Make that I am not getting no. mixed up during a wedding with this kind of buffoonery. I'm not going to do it. It's like wedding crashers. I am a professional. Mm. Right, it's his John. nephew's wedding. You can't embarrass anything. It's his family, you know. No, it's what happens after the wedding. Oh, the oh, reception oh. is, come on, it's just, you get out there, you can practice your dance moves. I don't dance. Mm. You will after Mo gets through with you. No, I won't. <laughs> oh, I don't boy. dance. 
All right, fine. Can't do the fox trot. I don't do any trots. Little cha cha. Or that, whatever the hell that is. I don't I do that think stuff. You, I think you could really impress the ladies. I'm not there to impress. I'm there to eat. Okay. All right, <laughs> All right Sean Touch. I'm glad you had a great vacation. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Excellent. Next week, same time, same place. You I'll be it. ready. All right, buddy. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the five-minute professor. If memory serves me correctly, I believe last week I asked the professor to work up a lecture on vampires and garlic. Let's see if he remembered. Let's go from there. Greetings and salutations, professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file. Yeah, sounds pretty good. And, and I did remember. And I, I, I think that it's... I think we have a close enough relationship that I can say I was not looking forward to it. Uh, Why not? I, well, I thought there well, was... A... <laughs> so th- there's a couple of things going on. Mm. Number one, mm. it is a fiction in a world of fictions. Oh, okay. And so there's no definitive answer except, and I, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong, I found some things out that I am fascinated by. By garlic or vampires? By the idea of using garlic as an apotropaic. An apo? A-P-O-T-R-O-P-I-A-C. Okay. I don't know what that is. Something to ward off something? That is exactly what it is. It Bonus is from points. the Greek to yeah. ward off. Bonus points Woo, on the back for end. Mr. Right. Bradshaw. Well, I would like to know what where this came from, where this vampire and garlic came, th- uh, came from. Well, it is a, a part of the fact that all these myths are interwoven with one another. A talisman or a gesture to ward off an evil, either general or specific, is an apotropaic. Like, like an Italian horn? It's a little bit, yes. Well, it's So, knocking on wood. Yeah, mm-hmm. knock on wood. I like that. Yeah, yeah but I mean, wood. It's, 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 it's some Italians where they fingers. that horn, you know what I'm saying? That's a good look, talisman. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. You're doing Saint a great job, Anthony. St. Christopher's Medal, yeah, okay. The uh, grotesqueries that are on Gothic Cathedral. No, 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 no. St. Christopher's. I don't know if it's St. Christopher. Well, maybe. St. Christopher's Medal. I thought that was a good luck piece for your travels. Yeah, it protects you. Protect you, you, but it doesn't ward off anything necessarily. It wards off off the evil. The wrong exit? Of travel. Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And by the way, it's not recognized by the the Vatican anymore. What is it? St. Christopher's? No. Oh. Yeah, they forget a lot of things. No, oh, it's it officially. Oh, 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 <laughs> see that? I don't recognize it. No, the St. Christopher's has been officially, I don't even know if it's the saint anymore. Mm. Uh, you know, I, find you yourself can't... a good Greek Orthodox, you'll be fine. No, look at research. Research, look up St. Christopher's. You can unsaint them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. They can do whatever they want to when it comes to saints. Oh, so it's not, is it like they have a number 15 and after you get to 15, you have to drop somebody off to put somebody new in? No, it's because. Uh, named oh, after, no, no, but. It's named after yeah, Christopher. Yeah, they run out of days in the calendar. No, it's <laughs> named after Christopher Columbus and Christopher Columbus, oh, the history wasn't, shows, wasn't the most uh, pleasant person when it came no, to. Uh, diversity, no. To indigenous uh, peoples mm-hmm. of the Caribbean and elsewhere. So they said, man, let's nix this guy. 
So I'm assuming no missionaries have ever been made saints. I'm just trying to get some points, and you're not recognizing anything except for uh, Jack, and I find that rude. We're moving on. We're moving on to the oh, grotesqueries man. on Gothic cathedrals. The grotesqueries, the uh, the gargoyles. Yes. yes. Those are actually designed to ward off evil from getting into the cathedral. That's why they're there. I knew it. That's their gig. Vampires fit into a larger class, which is revenants. Revenants are living corpses, beings that should be dead but aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since the times of ancient Egypt, revenants have been warded off by garlic. Yeah, okay. Garlic right. is numbered among the things. According to the mythology, you can wear it, you can eat it, you can hang it from the windows, or you can rub it on the chimney or keyholes to prevent entry mm -hmm. into your residence. Mm. All right. The concept sense. of uh, of a Christian burial, the idea of a Christian burial, started from apotropaics, things to keep the dead from being infected by evil and rising up. I need to uh, straight, so one straight, of the, straight, uh, say, uh, Saint Christopher is not about Christopher Columbus. So, well, I knew it wasn't, but I didn't know who it was about, so I wasn't going to challenge you. Uh, I didn't even know that until uh, I said that. Look at uh, that. No, I knew it. I, you said it, and I said that is. That doesn't not sound. You should have right. said hose job, and uh, no score your own point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I oh, see. Mm -hmm. The concept, however, of a Christian burial yeah. was designed to keep the body from rising back up. That was the original purpose, not so that they could get into heaven, so they wouldn't become a revenant. Which brings me to some of the vampire killing stuff. The stake through the heart mm -hmm. is kind of an afterthought. Because the first thing that they wanted to do was stake the vampire to the coffin so it couldn't get up because they thought they couldn't kill it. Mm. So the idea of staking was to hold the creature to the ground, to stake it to the ground. Now, having said that, of course, Bram Stoker's Dracula was killed by anyone? A stake uh, through the heart. Uh, Not a stake uh, through the heart. It. Oh, that's what oh, I meant oh, to Bowie say. Knife. Uh, love's first kiss. He <laughs> <laughs> was killed by a Bowie knife. Mm -hmm. Now, Bram Stoker's Dracula is not the first vampire story. The vampire legend dates back to the oral histories of the Middle Ages in Eastern Europe. and But as uh, the published works about vampires, Stoker's was the first to delineate the role of garlic in preventing a vampire from entering or leaving a space. Mm. So the first time we saw it in writing was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Now, the role of garlic, why garlic works, there are four main theories as to why garlic works to keep the revenants out, and all of them have some degree of wackadoodle to them. None of them make much sense at all. One of them is odor-based, mm. that the smell is either too strong or too sweet for the vampire. Another one is that for millennia, garlic has been part of rustic panacea, cure-alls for the, for the people that could afford garlic and nothing else. That was just half Larry King. <laughs> garlic. Mm -hmm. Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder. Well, uh, I can't give you a point now because I know what's coming later. Uh, the belief was that it was so good and wholesome that the wretched revenants 
despised its curative powers, or because it was a panacea, because it had curative powers, it would actually cure the infection of the vampire. Mm. So that's two and three. But the the least sensical, perhaps the wackiest of doodles, yes. is garlic cloves have a shiny surface that resemble mirrors, and the mirror is wow. an important part in the mythology. I like the it. reasons that revenants don't cast shadows or have reflections because they are disturbances in the natural order and do not belong to this plane. And in some versions, vampires are so thoughtful and self-aware like that the mirror doesn't scare them. They hate being reminded that they don't belong here. Aww. So they hate the, the fact that they don't have reflections. And that dates back to Bram Stoker as well. That's sad. Mm. Yeah, well, vampires are sad because vampires Aww. have lived for millennia and vampires have experienced everything. They, you know, all the riches that have been, that could be afforded are, they they benefited from they have it they had it all and it, there comes a certain point when nothing is fresh nothing is new nothing is it's it's the same old same old this is why you know what this else is why the Highlanders better except you know bite uh, you know large breasted women on the neck what <laughs> by the way when it comes to garlic if you're cooking with garlic always try to use a fresh garlic clove instead of that stuff in a jar oh always you, know, you should always take a fresh garlic clove chop it up whatever you need to do slice it with a razor blade that stuff out of a jar don't use that that's that's the ash points thank you <laughs> thank you very much points granted there there, there are tons of pieces to the vampire legend yeah tons of, of different pieces and variations one one legend says one thing works. Another legend says, oh, that's that's just an old wives' tale. That doesn't really work with us. And we're going to hold that Sunlight. thought for just a uh -oh. second. It's the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man was running naked through the woods, and he told police a bear attacked his family. He also said he killed two bears with a samurai sword. Meth is one hell of a drug. Next, a Japanese city is reportedly running out of ninjas as the population shrinks. Are they sure the ninjas aren't just really good at ninjaing? Finally, a man who had sex with a horse claims it gave consent by winking at him. Kinda hard to tell if it was winking or blinking you know since their eyes are on opposite sides of their head. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app, Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing, 407-916-1041. Let's get back to the five-minute professor. We're talking about vampires. We're talking about garlic. I think I deserve a point for that Larry uh, Larry King reference to but garlic. He, I think it's going to be a question later. Yeah, be quiet. Yeah. You're going to ruin it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he said because <laughs> of what's happening later, you you're not getting a point. You points now. To wait for the Oh, point. you can't take away that question? Oh, son of a gun. Professor? Right. Can't take away the question. You can't take I'm not going to take away that question. I'm going to give you far more points than you get as spare points later. Spare. Oh. Oh. I don't think okay. we've ever had spare points. All right, give me another minute or so on uh, vampires and garlic. Then we have to move to the pop quiz. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about some of the, the things that vampires can do, can't do. Uh, sunlight, as a killer of vampires, yeah. was not introduced to the vampire legend until Nosferatu. Yeah. Nosferatu is... An off-brand Dracula yeah, uh, that was released after Bram Stoker died and was ruled a violation of his copyright. One of my favorite obscure vampire traits, 
arithmania. What's that? Mm -mm. That's a compulsive need to count, which means Count Von Count from Sesame Street was created from European legends that claim that revenants would need to count certain things if they encountered them. It's how you could tell if someone was undead. Like OCD. It, it's very much like yeah, that. But part of the, yeah. part of the they legend... Can't, they can't stop counting. Uh -uh. Obsessive Count Dracula. <laughs> In most versions of the good. story, water is not a good way to kill a vampire because they will usually survive, and if they don't if they don't survive, they can be revived. I thought it's holy from water. drowning. It uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't it burn? It might them? burn their skin, but it won't kill them. Oh, uh, okay. Well, maybe incapacitates them. Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> In Abraham Lincoln, yeah. Vampire Hunter, I decapitation and fire would kill a vampire. Mm -hmm. In Twilight, only fire, because decapitation kind of slows them down, but if they get their heads back, they start over. That was a great book turned into a really lousy movie, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Oh, that, I think, is one of the worst transitions from how good the book I was agree. to how bad that movie was. I don't know if there's it. Was Ishtar a book? That's what I'll. <laughs> but Abraham Lincoln, va not. Vampire Hunter, oh. if you want to look for a good summer read, a it's beach good, read, it's a page turner. I'm telling yes. you right now. A lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But that movie. Yeah, and uh, points for your review, Mr. Bradshaw. Thank okay. you. Uh, in most versions of the vampire story, vampires have superhuman senses, strength, speed, yeah. agility, and often the ability to change shape occasionally into a bat. Mm. Uh, but that's that's not terribly common. But that is uh, often eventually discovered to be magic. The shape-shifting is usually a magic which they have learned along the way, not actually a shape-shifting skill. But the greatest of all of the abilities of vampire legend is most likely the ability to transform into chocolate milk and 15 vitamins and minerals. All right, there we go. Let's Count Chocula. Count Chocula, yeah. Right. He can levitate marshmallows. Here's question number one. Oh, what year was Count Chocula released in the United States? Jim, that's uh, 1974. Before 1974. Not much, though. Jack, 1963. After 1963, Moira, now we have a range. Moira, 1969. You just wanted to say 69, but no, it is after 1969. Oh, Fritz. Oh. Mr. Fritz. Oh, Fritz. 72. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before 1971. Uh, and Sonny the Cuckoo Bird since 1978. What is Sonny Cuckoo for? Uh, cuckoo Jack. for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Oh, Cocoa Puffs is absolutely oh. correct. Nicely yeah. done. Jack, Good. your voice changed. Oh, sorry. I uh, although... Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I went higher. <laughs> <laughs> although they did not originate there, cuckoo clocks are associated with the Black Forest of what modern nation? Jim, Austria. Mr. Uh, further Jack, north. Germany. Germany is absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. Nicely done. Go. That's where you get Black Forest cake. And ham. Cuckoldry. Yeah. Cuckoldry is actually named for the cuckoo. <laughs> Cuckoos lay their eggs in other birds' nests, and then the young are raised by the nest holder. Mm. That's what cuckoldry is. Somebody else is the father of the baby. Shakespeare's play, Labor's Love's Lost, which features cuckoldry, is set in the court of Navarre, found in what modern nation? Oh. Oh, Navarre, Love's yeah. Labor's Lost. 
Uh, Je- yeah, well, Navarre. Uh, well, that would be uh, Switzerland. Further west than Switzerland. Oh, hey. Oh, um, okay, that would be France. Further west than France. Oh. England. Mm-hmm. France. Mr. Fritz. Spain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicely done, Mr. Fritz. Right. Good job. Yeah, good it job, is Spain. Fritz. It's, ah, it's a kingdom Fritz. of northern Spain. Oh. Spain is the second highest producer of grapefruit, lemons, and limes in Europe. Behind what country? <gasps> Jim. Uh, Italy. Italy is absolutely yeah. correct. Nicely done. It's a volcanic soil. The modern nation, the Republic of Italy, was formed in what year? Oh boy, here we go. Uh, the modern nation, the Republic of Italy, was formed in what year? Jim, uh, work off me. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, 1947. Before. Wait, a lot. 1947. Moira, 1945. After. Aha. 1945. Fritz, you want to go? Fritz. Yeah. Mr. Fritz. 1946. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1946 is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Fritz is on fire today. Mm -hmm. He is. What year was Italy allowed to join the United Nations? Uh, They were formed in 46. Yeah, wait a minute. What year was Italy allowed Uh, to join the United Nations? Mm -hmm. Mr. Phillips. Oh, what? Go ahead. Well, I would say 19... Wasn't it created in like 49? Yeah, but I'll go 1951. After 1951. Not too far. Yeah, the whole Not too far. Moira, 55. 1955. Nicely Ooh, done. Right. Yeah. Killing them today. <laughs> In 1955, what continent, aside from Antarctica, had the fewest number of member nations in the United Nations? Jack. On 1955, what continent, aside from Antarctica, had the fewest number of member nations in the UN, Mr. Bradshaw? Australia. Australia. Nice. Absolutely correct. Wow. Nicely done. That was a trick question. Though, was very Australia is made up of only two countries and part of Indonesia. Uh-huh. Australia was, although the story is that it was founded as a penal colony, yeah. <laughs> that story is not really 100% true. What? It was founded by criminals mm. who were brought there to build a colony. Mm-hmm. And they weren't brought there to build a penal colony. It's Oh hey, we've done this colony thing. People are gonna die. Let's send criminals. Mm-hmm. So not really founded as a penal colony, but founded by people that had been imprisoned on purpose so they'd have free labor. Yeah, ah. it's a little cynical. That's but weird. anyway, <laughs> what year was Australia founded by convicts? Jim, work off me. I'll oh. go 1725. After 1725. Jack, 1775. After 1770. Oh, no kidding, really? Wow. Moira, 1835. Before 1835. Yes, and we have a range. Yes, Mr. Fritz. 1815. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before 1835. Come on, Pinky. Oh. Yeah. You can do it. 1775. Yeah, but it wasn't a lot before. It was somewhat before. Come on. Uh, Throw I'm going to go with 1803. the old 1803. 1788. It was 1788. They actually started getting them together as soon as mm-hmm. they surrendered to the colonies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they started getting it together. Three years later, they sent them over there to start their penal colony. Mm-hmm. The great film, and I believe it is a great film, and Mr. Phillips, I believe you agree with me, Cool Hand Luke yes. was set at a prison chain gang facility in what U.S. state? Oh, here we go. Oh, Jim, work off me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a southern state. Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll, I'll go. Well, I'll go Mississippi. 
further east. Mm. Moira. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Alabama. Further south. Oh, oh Jack, here. Florida? Florida is absolutely correct. It was set in Florida. Really? Hey. I didn't know that. Here Final is question. Cool Hand Luke Cambridge Kennedy, a Best Supporting Actor Oscar in 1967. That's right. And in the 1980s and 1990, he was the spokesman for what allegedly odorless supplement that may or may not <laughs> oh. have warded off vampires. Jim, Jim. work well, on me. That might have been garlic. Mm -hmm. It might indeed have been garlic. Nice job. Woo. Excellent work today. You guys did some fantastic work. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. yeah. What do we got? 72. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 88. So not as good as last week. 88. Not as good as last week. Nothing was as good as last week. What did we do without Pinkman? It was like a couple hundred points. Last week was like 120 or something. I think it was more than that. And of course, every time that Casey got it right, I gave you points twice. Yeah, I think it was 140 or something. Super high. Casey two times was double points. Yeah, Casey's all book learning and whatnot. Mm hmm. What do we get tonight? 98 points. Nice job. It's no big. Nice work. Yeah, nice work. Right, what are you up to? What are you doing? Uh, we're doing a lot of things. A lot of things. A Tomorrow of things. we're going to be in Maitland what? when we are going to be doing our live trivia at the Silly Grape. Four rounds of trivia. First round is instant gratification. Mm. So if you would like to be gratified, come on out. I will do that for you. Oh, my. Hey, how are you? Uh, that's some, that that's some offer you got there, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Um, you, it doesn't have to be just you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, on Friday, I have two podcasts in the morning. One is The Hijack. The other one is my new podcast with the mayor of Longwood. You can find that if you find me on Facebook. What are the two of you talking about? Uh, we talk, so the mayor of, of Longwood and I do uh, one segment on local politics, yeah. one segment on statewide politics, one segment on national politics. Mm -hmm. And he used to be a, uh, before he got involved with Longwood, yeah. his job job was as a lobbyist in, in Tallahassee. Huh. Oh. So think, he's got a lot of insight. And they always finish up with how the, they always finish up with a song and dance. Nice. And then hugging. Then the hugging. Like something from uh, and, or something. Uh, <laughs> and then on uh, on uh, Saturday, we're going to be at Waco Taco. That's where we are every Saturday. Uh, come out and join us there for live trivia. And then Tuesday nights, half-priced pizza at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. There you go. Can't beat them. All right, Professor, any ideas about next week? I have given it zero consideration. <laughs> well, thank you for your contributions. <laughs> All right, I know you'll come up with something. We appreciate it. Five-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. There's the music oh. for PPT. Person, place, or thing. We have contestants on the line. And what's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? That is a pair of tickets to see Echo and the Bunnymen with the Violent Fems at the House of Blues this Friday, July 20th. Oh, my favorite. Wow. RealRadio.fm keyword tickets for there. more info. All right, there we go. Here's Mark. Your first up, Mark, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Thing. Let's do a thing. Whoa. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. These things have been around for eons and changed very little over the past 100 million years. These things. I can't give that clue. I could give a Stars? Stars? Yeah, okay. I'll go with it. That's your final answer? Nope. Nice try, though. We appreciate the effort. That's all that counts. Nice. 
throw that clue out, but I'm not going to throw that clue out yet. Too early, huh? Yeah. All right. Here's Dan. Clue number two, Dan. There are more than 8,000 species of these things. These things have been around for eons, have changed very little over the past 100 million years. There are more than 8,000 species of these things. Birds. What? Birds. Birds. That's your final answer? Not birds. How about... I can't do it yet. <laughs> I could. But Charlie yeah. Crist. What? Charlie Crist. Another one of your crazy clues. Oh, okay. Not a crazy clue if you start <laughs> thinking about it. Here's Kate. Clue number three, Kate. They can, yeah. be vis- they can be visible from the ocean's surface or found clinging at a depth of nine kilometers. Uh-huh. That's a good clue, that Charlie oh. Crist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, sharks? Sharks. That's your final answer? No, sorry, not sharks. That was a good clue. Yeah, I got it right away. You know? Yep. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. Uh, Dr. Oh. Copperfield, Dr. Copperfield, clue number four. They're seen hanging around the villages in various colors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. The village? Yeah, they're seen hanging around the villages in various uh-huh. colors. So they say. Give me all the clues over? I will. These things have been around for eons, changed very little over the past 100 million years. There are more than 8,000 species of these things. I threw in the name Charlie Crist. Clue number three, they can be visible from the ocean's surface or found clinging at a depth of nine kilometers. And your clue, they can be seen hanging around the villages in various colors. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can you know do it. Saying? You can do it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, all the tools you need, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. My and I, have, all I know. Stuff. Think about it. Yeah. Swing. Uh, They're yeah. swinging. You have all the oh. things that you need right there. Yeah. People and people hang them up. Yeah, yeah, they're they swinging do. around. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Come on, man. Come on, Doc. Starfish. That's your final answer? <laughs> that's, that's not a starfish. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, Phil, here we go. Clue number five. Absorb this clue. One of these has a best friend named Patrick. Mm-hmm. Phil? Phil. Yes, sir. This this is not, not Phil, that's for sure. And yeah. I echo in the bunny man, Donnie. All right, where were what does that mean? I don't have an idea. He was double negativing. Oh, I yeah, see. Whatever. You know, okay. So if you think you know the answer, uh, just uh, text us. Yeah. At Real Mobile seven seven zero three one. All right. I got confused. What happened there? Did we have? On. He's still on. No, he was. I don't know what he was talking about. He's just, you know, well, these ad hominems and. He was talking about the prize. I can win the Buddyman. Oh. No, maybe he was titling the prize before he gave the winning answer. Oops. Well, anyway, too bad. You got to text us if you know the answer. Well, they're texting in Sponge. What's the connection to Charlie Chris? From Tarpon Springs. It's over there where they have a big sponge uh, uh, right off. This the is a sponge capital yeah. of the of of the United States. Is Tarpon Springs, Charlie Chris? That's where he's born and raised. Congressman Charlie totally Chris, the former clue. governor of Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah, now a congressman. Yep. Another crazy clue. That was a good no, no, no. clue. That was a good clue. Don't let them bamboozle yeah. you. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, come on. Two people there. got it, and they're in that room. No, that was a giveaway. That's when they started. That was to, a giveaway yeah, clue exactly. Right that was no, a giveaway if clue. I may, would it Uh-oh. not have been better served if you said Greeks? No. No. They're, Why? Because it's a Greek town. Tarpon Springs. Yeah, where well, the Greeks. I, yeah, died okay. For people sponges. say, okay, Tarpon Springs, Greek sponges, Charlie yeah. Christ, Greek sponges. sponges. I didn't of course, know that about the, how about a type of bath? 
A, a kitchen carbon uh, bath? What? No, no that's a giveaway. Punch <laughs> <Lunch> bath. <laughs> oh. All right. Jim. Yes. That we've entered the next phase of voting in the contest for the best villain actor of all time. Yeah. Oh, how'd we do? Uh, the advance, your Robert De Niro advance, and is now going up against Moira's Ralph Fiennes. I don't think I had Robert De Niro. You did. I did? Yeah, yeah. from Cape of Fear. But you picked him because of another movie. What oh, was the other uh, movie? Taxi Driver. Taxi yeah, Driver, Taxi yeah. Driver, right. Yeah, you definitely had Robert De Niro. Right, I'll stick but okay, Moira I'll stick. had Ralph Fiennes, who plays Voldemort, and they're going head-to-head. Yeah. Right Think now? Voldemort. It's a, that's a villain right there. Well, Robert De Niro has the lead. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Voldemort was Because nobody understands here. Ralph Fiennes was Voldemort. <laughs> well, well, that was your decision. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Hopkins. I didn't understand. Is now going against Christoph <laughs> Waltz. <laughs> I have a protest. I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm taking up with Russ. Yeah. He's the yeah. one that came up with the rules. Yeah. Alan Rick- dopey. Alan Rickman <laughs> is going up against Gary Oldman. Hello, cowboy. <laughs> and Al Pacino is I'm going up against Good. Jack Nicholson. One of my best, you oh, know? Jack. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the, just go to realradio.fm slash villain, and then you can log your vote. Takes about a minute to vote. Enter your name, and you're in the running for a $100 Fandango gift card. Pretty cool. Go well, if Alan Rickman doesn't uh, win, I'm sure we'll hear from him. Hint, hint. We're out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Tomorrow, Thursday edition of The Phillips File gets underway at 3. Right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow, of course, the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. So... Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. The Monsters Fan Appreciation Day is August 4th this year, and we are celebrating at Universal Orlando. The Monsters will do a special Saturday broadcast from Universal Orlando on August 4th, and we want you to join us. We've got two ways to win tickets. 